0: Me. I like that. When I was young, I had two pair of leaves. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray, uh-huh. the one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh-huh. While niggas flirt, I'm with tigers on my shirt and alligators. Uh-huh. You want to see the inside? Huh. I see you later. They come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Wow, uh-huh. why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place, play your position. They uh-huh. come my intuition. Uh-huh. Go in this nigga pocket, rob him while his friends watch it. That hoes clock it. Uh-huh. Here comes respect. Cruise your crew, or they might be next. Look at them in eye. realizing to master enterprise and i ain't have to be in school by 10. i then began to encounter with my counter parts of how to burn the block apart break it down into sections drugs by these selections some use pipes others use injections syringe so separately Frank the deputy quick to grab my smith and wesson like my dick was missing to protect my position my corner my layer while we out here say the hustlers prayer if the game shakes me a break me a better man, take a better stand, put money in my mom's hand, get my daughter this college plan, so she don't need no man, stay far from me, I like that, when I was young I had two pair of leaves. besides that, the pinstripes and the gray, uh-huh. the one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays, uh-huh. while niggas flirt, I saw with tigers on my shirt, and alligators, uh-huh. you wanna see the inside, uh-huh. i see you later, They come the drama, oh, that's that nigga with the fake, wow, uh-huh. while you punch me in my face, stay in your place, play your position, uh-huh. come my intuition, uh-huh. go in this nigga pocket, rob all while his friends watch it, that whole clock, Them, long as I got stuff for most of them soft, even when I was wrong, I got my point across, they depicted me the boss, of course, my orange box cut to make the world go round, plus I'm fucking, bitches at my homegirls now, start stacking, dabbled in crap, gun packing, nickname Medina, made the Senas, told my Ninas, from gym class to in glass, pass off for global, the only nigga with a mobile, can't you see like total, getting larger and wasting taste. Ain't no telling where the spelling is heading Just in case Keep a shell at the tip of your melon Clear the space Your brain was a terrible thing to waste Is me. I like that, when I was young I had two pair of leaves, besides that, the pinstripes and the gray, uh-huh. the one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays, my uh-huh. niggas flirt, I'm a tigers on my shirt and alligators, uh-huh. you wanna see the inside, huh. i see you later, They come the drama, oh, that's that nigga with the fake, wow, uh-huh. why you punch me in my face, stay in your place, play your position, uh-huh. come my intuition, uh-huh. go in this nigga pocket, rob all his friends watch it, that hoes clock it, uh-huh. here comes respect. Cruise your crew, or they might be next. Look at their man, ah, big man, they never try, so we roll with them. Uh. I stole with them, I mean, loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch, the milks with chocolate. Dabbled in crap, gun packing, nickname Medina made the scene my ninas From gym class to in glass pass off for global. The only nigga with a mobile. Can't you see, like total, getting larger and wasting taste. Ain't no telling where this spellin' is heading. Just in case, keep a shell at the tip of your melon. Clear the space. Your brain was a turn. me a better man take a better stand put money in my mom's hand get my daughter this college plan so she don't need no Me, I like that. When I was young, I had to pay a lease. Besides, the pinstripes in the gray the one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. I'll nigger I'll throw tiger's on my shirt and alligators. You want to see the inside? I see you later. They come to drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fate.
1: All right, all right, man. What is going on guys? Is what is going on? All right man. Let's hop right into the intro man. Let's not waste any time man. What is going on guys? We are back with yet again another edition of the notorious sales podcast man. This is episode 150 of the news man. Um episode 150 yeah, Bro, absolutely insane, man, absolutely insane. Episode 150 of the news, we are coming up uh, soon in the beginning of April, so about, we're close to a month away from the three-year anniversary of the podcast as well, man. So it's crazy, crazy usually around this time of year, man. We start reminiscing on the podcast, bro, but it's so crazy we made it to episode 150 and it went in the blink of a fucking eye, man, it really did. So it's been
2: insane, man. It doesn't feel like this long,
1: definitely, definitely, bro. So, with that, man, uh, with that, let's hop right in the intro, man. Let's not waste any time, bro. What is going on, guys? We are back with yet again another edition of the Notorious Hills Podcast, man. Like I said, this is episode 150 of the podcast, man. If this is first time watching, you guys, do not know how the show works every Monday. We are on here with Notorious Unscripted, and every Friday, at 4 p.m. Central, we are on here with the news, man. Um. Also, if you guys didn't miss this past Monday's edition of Notorious Unscripted, does AEW overlook the story for the dream match? And what we mean by that is, are they ignoring storytelling on television and just coasting through by having good wrestling? We absolutely Ripped AEW to shreds in one of the all-time IWC, um, in one of the all-time, in my opinion, the all-time w- uh, IWC rants, um, excellent, excellent, bro, excellent shit, uh, by... Sir K and myself for Monday, man. So if you guys didn't miss that, that is available on all platforms for you guys right now. That is anchor, Spotify, Google podcasts, Apple podcasts. If you want to see it first, join us right here on YouTube every Monday at 10 PM central. Um, or after Monday Night Raw, whatever Monday whatever time Monday Night Raw ends for you, man. Also, if you guys have not got a chance to get your hands on some of the official Notorious Hills podcast merchandise, you guys can now find this live on the merch shop. That is com. Link is at the top of the description of this very video. And it is in either mine or K's social media pages, man. Not hard to find whatsoever. You can find all eight of these beautiful designs in more than just t-shirts man live on the merch shop um uh tank tops t-shirts hoodies long sleeves youth women whatever whatever you guys want man whatever you guys want you guys can find all this on the merch shop man you got the chicago flag design the chicago skyline design the base logo design the riddler inspired iwc's best kept secret design the notorious Scratch logo design, the only community that matters, the uncrowned kings of the IWC, and the Christmas merch, man, Um, all eight, like I said, of these beautiful designs are available on the merch shop right now, that is bonfire.com, link is at the top of the description of this very video, and it is in either mine or Sir social media pages, man, so with that... If this is your first time watching, and you guys do not know who we are here at the Notorious Hills Podcast, I am Johnny Mayhem, one half of the host of this very show, and as for the other half, we got my man Sir K here. How's it going, bro?
2: Going good, man. Going good. Just been uh, just been chilling out, man. Just uh, waiting for revolution at this point, man. But um, shit's been normal, man. I've been chilling, man. But there is a little side announcement for next week, man, because
1: Give it to him straight.
2: I will be going on a vacation. <laughs> I'll be taking a little vacation with some family um, the weekend of well, well uh, half of the week into the weekend of Revolution. Um, so I will be able to make it for Revolution, but we're going to have to move that, that week, next week's episode of news to Wednesday because I leave that Thursday. So, that Thursday morning, so we'll have to move it to Wednesday, right after Dynamite, or, you know, soon after Dynamite, you know, Mm. um, because I will not be here on Friday, but I will be back by Sunday night Mm. for the review for you guys for Revolution Man. And although not as excited as I'd like to be for Revolution, it's still going to be an enjoying show that I don't want to miss and I don't want to not talk about with you guys. So, there is that. We will have news on Wednesday night next week.
1: There it is, man. There it is. So, yeah, yes. I just fucking know. Our luck. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's
2: going to be our fucking luck, bro. On Thursday night next week, some fucking crazy shit going to drop. I'm on my way to the fucking vacation place. And I'm just going to look at my phone and see fucking Kenny Omega released by EW or oh. some fucking bullshit.
1: With our luck, bro. With our luck, something like that would happen. But, um, yeah, I know it. Yes, but we will be on here after AEW Dynamite. That will be March 1st, I believe. Um, Wednesday, March 1st. Yes, Wednesday, March 1st. We will be on here 9 o'clock Central Time or whatever time AEW ends for you. Probably like 9.15-ish with the news. Not only the news, but we got the yeah. Revolution predictions as well, man. Um, So... Yes, that is. So, unfortunately, we won't be on here on the Friday, but also, uh, we will be on Sunday that week as well, obviously, with the Revolution Review. So, yes. So, Wednesday. Wednesday is going to be for the news. Definitely, man. Definitely. Yes. So, that is that. But, otherwise, how the hell are you, man?
2: I'm good, man. I'm good. Besides, um... Besides excitement for revolution being fucking uh kind of down (laughs) i'm good man i'm good bro but um like Durante's usually here to ask man how's life how's family life good life's good (laughs) life's good what about you durante man what about logan what about muhammad in the chat man thanks to see you back man thanks for coming back and what about you bro how you
1: doing Absolutely bro, absolutely man. I'm good man, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> nothing too much uh nothing too much going on bro, nothing too much going on whatsoever man. So, yeah, nothing nothing really at all man. I can't complain. Um I'm I've I'm, finally got my new threads as you can see, the legendary honorary oo shirt. I finally oh. got Finally got my new threads, so it's it's nice to finally finally be wearing it, man. But um, other than that, bro, nothing nothing much at all. We got a we got a loaded ass thing of news for you guys here today, man. But as Durante usually asks, I'm sure he'll pop in in a little bit. Um. As Durante always asks, bro, I'm good, family's good, and what about you, Durante? I love how that's mm-hmm. a part of our intro now, but what about you, Durante? And I'm good, man. Um, Muhammad, Logan, and, and, and Muhammad as well, like Sir Kay just said, bro, thank you for coming back, man. And yes, we actually are going to go over Kenny Omega first. We're actually going to go over Kenny Omega first, and our boy, our brother in arms, the prodigal son, Manager Logan, is here. And yes... Logan, Logan was cooking up in the chat as well. If if we look, man, if if if, if we were the you, you know what they say, bro, if, if there's um, if there's smoke, there's fire. Right. If we were the smoke, Logan was the fire in the chat, bro, or mm-hmm. vice versa. Logan was cooking up. Logan's cooking up with us on uh on Monday, bro. Like I said, if you guys did miss that, man, that was a fantastic rant. That was an all-timer for the IWC. None of these none of these motherfuckers with big audiences are willing to tell you the truth like we will, man. Um there's only a handful of people in the IWC that will genuinely give no. things to you straight. Uh and, and we are one of them. Obviously. And it's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Exactly. We don't have the platform as some of these people, ma'am. But that is why we are the IWC's best kept secret, because this is where you come for the truth, bruh. So, yes, Logan, you were definitely cooking up in the chat. Logan, yeah, yeah. I get props to Logan. Logan said something in the chat that reflected on the title. Logan talked about the Logan talked about aew overlooking stories for for dream matches or you said something along the lines and that was that was the inspiration for the title so shouts out to logan on that one yeah um but man man i believe we are off thank you yes (laughs) yes definitely man so okay kenny omega kenny omega bro this news dropped Literally, as we were live last week, it dropped probably towards the end of the show, and then we kept getting news that night going into Saturday. So, with that, it it really never does, bro. Um, with that, WWE believes they can sign Kenny Omega to a contract, man. Yeah. All right, man. All right. So Sean Ross Sap reported behind Fightful's paywall that there is a belief within WWE that they have the ability to snag Kenny Omega from AEW. There is a rivalry between the companies But all those contract tampering accusations apparently includes Kenny Omega. Wow. That's funny. That's
2: insane. That's That's fucking insane.
1: I would have never, I would have never guessed. I would have never guessed. Wow. Okay. So there is chatter emanating from WWE of late. With several in the company believing they have a chance to land Kenny Omega, despite the AEW slash WWE rivalry, we're told that Omega had a positive relationship with the WWE, and especially Triple H when discussing the uh, the potential of heading to the company in late twenty eighteen. Ultimately, Kenny chose ultimately Kenny chose uh to go to WWE. What? What the fuck, man? Who writes these articles? Um, what? What Kenny. Kenny man? did not choose to go to WWE. Oh, uh, so for that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was just thinking that. I was like, "Damn, okay." <laughs> <I can't forget>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, man, that dude do not talk so much. I forget it seemed it was Um. Though there have been uh, though there have been heavy AEW acquisitions regarding contract tampering, WWE sources told FIFA they don't believe the case was with specifically Omega. It was also it was also reported a source reiterated that Omega has it written in his AEW contract that he has the freedom to appear in New Japan as long as it does not conflict with AEW duties or an arrangement in made. Uh we also reported that AEW could add substantial time to Kenny Omega's deal. Uh only time will uh, only time will tell if his efforts pay off to keep Kenny Omega for the long haul. But WWE uh seems to think snagging the cleaner is a big possibility. And it is also being reported by Dave Melser as of today, AEW did uh they did uh extend time on his deal, so um, so he was out nine months. So, I mean, he was out, he was out, uh, nine months. I believe that was the only time he took an AEW. Um, he was out nine months, bro. So, I mean, if his deal was up at the end of January, we're at least looking at seeing him in AEW until August or September ish. Mm-hmm. That's insane, bro. They really,
2: they really put that in. I didn't think they would, man.
1: I didn't think they would either but apparently I don't know if Tony Khan's kind of shaking in his boots or what's happening dude but um I mean it might be you know I'm I'm not saying and and you know I said this on mon, I said this on Monday but you know the point of us having an AEW rant it um the point of us having an AEW rant is not because It's it's not because WWE, um, it's not because WWE has one of the hottest storylines, uh, ever going. It's not. It's not because of that. Well, maybe that has a little bit to do with it, because it does put things into perspective. Because, I mean, in 100% honesty, you watch something like Sami Zayn and the Bloodline storyline, and then you look over on AEW television, and there's nothing you can sink your teeth into like that. As to where before, with all the Hangman and the Young Bucks stuff during the pandemic era, and them kicking him out of the Elite... That was something that like I felt I could sink my teeth into and I really fucking enjoyed it. You don't get that anymore on AEW. Um it's kinda just it's, it's kind it's kinda just um it's
3: kinda
2: it, it, it does being in the
1: Yeah, man. Oh my god. They, they were using his ass like a little stooge, oh, bruh. Boy. Bruh man. So oh, oh bro oh golly they were using his ass bro so um yeah man i mean it really i mean i'd be lying to say it doesn't have anything to do with it because for me it does put things in a perspective but the reason the real reason that we ranted about aew is because we love aew and we want to see the company succeed and we want to see uh two Uh, we want to see an alternative promotion and we want to see, it's better for everybody. It really is. It is better for everybody. Um, it's a little bit of, you know, different things on, on both, on both sides. I feel like AEW has more of like a real aspect to their storytelling as to where WWE has a very real aspect, but it's also shot like a fucking movie. Um... Mm-hmm. so it's, it's hard to describe. It's hard to describe. I guess really it's just a difference of production, but it's a drastic difference between the two companies and both are great, but AEW has not capitalized on their storytelling at all. Um. so my point in case does something like this play a role in Kenny Omega possibly wanting to leave when his deal is up, man. I mean, he granted, he could stay, you know what I mean? And, and, at this point, I don't even know what I feel, because I felt that Cody Rhodes was never going to leave AEW, and look at where we are now, so, exactly. I I don't know, Monday man.
2: That, mm-hmm. that shift from on Monday that uh, Kenny said on that podcast could be very telling about his style of where he would like to stay. But I don't know if he was just saying that stuff about story because he's not interested in what AEW is doing overall at the moment. So you don't know with Kenny Omega right now, man. But it it's a mystery, man. It's a mystery that we won't know until near the end of the year now.
1: Yeah, and, and we don't
2: know how AEW will evolve in that time.
1: Absolutely. And I mean if, if we're looking at August or September, uh you're looking around all out time. So is, is, is I mean, is All Out going to be the last time we possibly see Kenny Omega in the company? I don't know, bro. I don't know. I mean, it it all, now, now, now you know, what's good about Kenny Omega getting this time extended is if he were to get his time extended uh, or if he weren't to get his time extended, um, he would have to make a decision now. WWE is mm-hmm. not sold yet. If I'm going to WWE, exactly. I need to see who the fuck... WWE is sold to right now because what if I choose WWE and Saudi Arabia is and a story came out um just today or yesterday that Saudi Arabia is still in high contention to buy the company like we constantly fucking tell people and I know seriously bro so there's there's that there's that and there's um I mean there's a lot to think about in going with WWE, and I feel the decision would be easier if you wait till after they're sold, because if they sell to somebody reasonable, and if they sell to somebody when where Vince McMahon is yeah. going to step away, and, and, and if they're going to sell to somebody that's actually going to force him out the door and keep Triple H, okay, maybe I might give it a second thought, but if they're going to sell to Saudi Arabia, I'm not even thinking twice I'm signing back with AEW. That's just how it is. Exactly,
2: bro. So you just gotta look at the landscape how how both companies are gonna be around that time. So and overall, it's kind of a benefit to Kenny Omega because this is because one thing about the FTR situation, it's a hard choice on both ends for them. Because I think more of backstage wise, it's it could be a big negative of them going back to WWE, but on TV wise. It could be a big negative for them staying in AEW. So for them, they they they
3: they,
2: they, they're, they they're taking a risk no matter where they go or stay. So right now, for your contract to be up, man, this is a risky time to choose a location, man. It really is.
1: That's the thing too is, and, and you know, going back to going back to FTR it it really is risky on both sides because on one hand you got to deal with a place where yeah the boys like you and and of course the boys are are going to love to have you back obviously you're fucking Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler you know that's that's incredible you know what i mean that's an incredible pickup for your roster but on the other hand what is uh you know are these dx boys jealous because still to this day, because you guys are a better tag team than them, so you know, mm-hmm. is it not going to be good backstage politic wise? And then in AEW, you risk what's going to happen necessarily. Um, are are you going to get a are you going to get a tag team run? Probably just have a handful of fucking matches with top flight and fucking Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal, and the best friends, and then and tell absolutely no stories whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tell absolutely no stories whatsoever, drop the titles, and then you guys are off doing what? Uh yo, what up, Durante? So so What's up, Durante, man. Man, he's here. So um yeah, I mean it's it's really risky, but for Kenny Omega for Kenny Omega, I mean you also have to take into play what we're gonna go over next, and it's the CM Punk card what is going to happen with cm punk mm-hmm. how is kenny omega going to take that is is cm punk going to leave the company um but maybe but maybe kenny's over uh what had happened with the all out media media scrum maybe he's over it and he wants cm punk back mm-hmm. but punk doesn't want to come back is that going to ruffle his feathers or is punk going to come back and kenny omega is, is not going to like it. And he's going to say, well, here we go. This place is probably, is probably just going to turn into all punk wrestling again. So that's, you know, I mean, it, it's, 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 it's a tricky situation, but I think by August he will have a better, uh, he will have a better, um, I think by August, hopefully we will be looking at this scenario in, in, in somewhat of a uh, 2020 vision instead of, Kind of in a area where we don't really know, you know, we're kind of looking at this shit with our glasses off here. You know, nobody knows really what's going to happen. Is AEW going to pick up throughout the summer? Are they going to fucking, are are they not going to tell any stories still? Is WWE going to get sold to the Saudi? I mean, we don't know what the fuck is going to happen this summer. So I think by the time the summer is exactly. over, He'll have a better outlook and be able to make a better decision. Hmm.
2: Definitely, man. Definitely, it, it's. It, I think it's. It's going to be good in the end that that they um, put that time in, and he can decide later this year.
1: Definitely, because if I'm Kenny Omega, bro, and AEW continues to do a bunch of nothingness over the over the next summer. I'm th- I'm thinking about it, bro. I'm thinking about leaving if I'm him. Um, because if there was no Sami Zayn, look at what it would have done for Cody Rhodes. You know what I mean? I mean, Cody is still massively over. Don't get me wrong. But um, can you imagine how much more over he would be, and how much more people are be would be behind him, if it wasn't for Sami Zayn? A lot. A, exactly. lot. a lot. People. But, you know, if you're Kenny Omega, you know, odds are you're going to be putting you a know, good story.
3: This,
1: yeah. Yeah, odds are, well, yeah, if he gets over that, if he gets over his, uh, his non-storytelling funk, uh, Triple H, Triple H most likely is going to put him in, in, in some kind of story that people care about, um, but man, um, can't say it will get to Sami Zayn levels of overness, but, um, you know, it's interesting nonetheless, bro. But I, I think he'll... If I'm him, I'm, I'm definitely thinking about leaving. But, I mean, if he's fine, you know, if he doesn't care about storytelling and he doesn't want to be in any story narratives or whatever he's got to say, then AEW might be the place for him. might be at this point, man. I don't fucking know. So, with that, the reason... We mention CM Punk is because he's back. He's back in the news, and it's not because it's not because he uh, he showed up any well. It's not because he showed up on television anywhere. It's not because he's been taken off the ice or put back on the ice by Tony Khan or whatever they want to tell you. It is of this picture I'm about to flash on your screen. There is CM Punk sitting in the stands of a wrestling show. What wrestling show is this, you may ask? Well, this is, as you can see by the photo to your right, this is... New Japan. Uh, More so, this is New Japan Strong. This was at Battle in the Valley. You see CM Punk sitting there... In his chair next to Mister Lars Fredrickson, uh watching Mercedes Monet win the uh, win the IWGP Women's Championship, and watching uh his his boy his pal Eddie Kingston tear the house down with Jay White man. So CM Punk is back, uh out on out on the town I guess, going to uh, New Japan shows and oh my God. Yikes. Uh he knew exactly what he was doing. It's intriguing, man. Yes. Oh yeah. Um Yeah, like I said, bro, this dude knew exactly what he was doing. Uh he he's he's putting his face back out there, man. I, I highly doubt this was just to co watch a couple of friends wrestle because he had the chance no, exactly. to he had the chance to go out there and Wrestle uh, or sorry, uh, be in the crowd, be in a skybox at All In, and he didn't because he didn't want it to draw too much attention. A couple of his buddies wanted to go to All In. Punk said no. I don't know if you guys ever heard that story. He said no because he didn't want um he didn't want attention. You know he he felt it would draw way yeah. too much unnecessary attention. But now you're okay with doing it. It's a little fishy, and we've been saying it for a while, but I think he's coming back to AEW.
2: I think he is, man. I think he is. I think this was the first first hint at it, man. first hint, and I can't fucking wait, man. I can't wait for that, man, to be back.
1: Almost a social experiment, perhaps. Seeing you
2: know how people react, yep. and people react pretty positive to that, so I think it went well.
1: I heard these fucking fat marks were lining up in the stands getting getting fucking pictures with them. Yeah. The poor guys just trying to fucking sit there. I saw one picture
2: and it's just a fucking line of fucking fat asses up the fucking um <laughs> arena. With their fucking three XLs uh or nah nah five XLs, those rest of my fans. But, but uh... um I don't, I don't,
1: Yes, if if you guys if you guys didn't see the other picture, this is the real one that the IWCs is gonna hide from you. There was another picture, a CM Punk, and he was sitting there watching our Elimination Chamber twenty three predictions, man. So that was he was watching the news from the night before. You know, you know where that man's favorite podcast, man. So. You know, the picture you guys didn't see, the picture you guys didn't see was, was unfortunately, uh, the most important one, man. There was a picture of him, and he was, uh, and you know, he, he was watching New Japan, or sorry, he was at New Japan, he was at Battle in the Valley, but he was, uh, you know, he was, he was watching us on the phone, bro. So good old Philly Phil. You never know what's up with him nowadays, man. Um, but, uh, yeah, man. Just thought I uh, broke that notorious heels podcast exclusive here for you guys, man. So you guys can run and, and tweet at SAP wall. so he can, you know, put it behind his paywall. You know, it's uh, you know, it's it's it's, it's all good. You guys got my <laughs> blessing, bro. You guys got my blessing. But regardless, CM Punk was at Battle in the Valley. Watching the news, like I said, man, he was watching our news from the night before. But he was at Battle in the Valley and. This is interesting, bro. This is very interesting. Um although I would although I would like to know although I would like to know if him and the elite are are, are cool, I also don't want to know because it's gonna offer a really cool sense of realism to this feud. And CMFTR versus the elite, First if time. Yes, if they Man, they, I hope they know what kind of gold that they have on their hands, bro.
2: Exactly, man. Uh, I'm intrigued, man. I'm intrigued. I can't wait to see that first face-to-face. They might just start fighting again.
1: Um. So. Yeah, man. Uh. Yes, I mean, it is it, they? I really hope they know what they what they have on their hands. I know Dax Harwood does. He was the one who fucking said the idea live on his pod. I believe he said it on the on the first on the first episode of his podcast. He talked about how them and the elite can, uh, can can do something really special. Um, but and he's correct, and he's correct, man. Um, but. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's it's interesting, bro. It's interesting. And like I said, I feel like this was some sort of social experiment, if you will, just to kind of see how people react to seeing him in, in public. But honestly, uh, at this point, at this point, man, we've been seeing it for a while, but I honestly just kind of feel like everybody's over it. Everybody just kind of wants to move past it. And I feel like they know that, you know, there comes a time where you kind of just need to be an adult. And and kind of just, just you know bear yeah. the hatchet, yeah, definitely, exactly. So, um, yeah, man. So with that, with that, man, we have uh, I guess keeping up with the AEW news. AEW man. Oh wow. Matt Jackson's hmm. new bio, or the Young Bucks' new bio, is we'll have a we'll have a match that the live crowd enjoys. Bunch of people watching from home will say we'll love it too, and go to bed. Some will not, and public and am publicly say we're world... no publicly no. okay. Um, Publicly say the world is ending. The end. Damn. Oh, these, uh, man. Gotta love the Young Bucks, man.
2: (laughs) God damn.
1: They were watching the rant, too, I guess, man. Unbelievable.
2: I guess they were, man. I mean, if you guys told some stories... Um, we literally wouldn't, everyone would still be as, as caring as they were last year about, about the company, man. It's just how it is.
1: Yes, definitely. Okay, man. Speaking of AEW. Oh Lord. Is this one thing I had a problem with on Wednesday? AEW during AEW Dynamite at 8.40. Mm -hmm. Decide. Now, I don't know what time zone you guys are on, but for us, that's 20 minutes before the show ends. AEW Dynamite uh, present their huge, important announcement, or however they worded it. Their important announcement, their huge announcement. Bro... Uh oh, dude. The announcement. The announcement, bro. This this is what this is what Adam Cole had to say. Man It was announced during Wednesday's edition of AEW Dynamite, a new reality TV show titled AEW All Access will premiere in March. Following episodes of AEW Dynamite, the show will feature Tony Khan, Adam Cole, Britt Baker, Wardlow, Sammy Guevara, Ty Conti, Eddie Kingston, Soraya, the Young Bucks, uh addition and additionally, Adam Cole. Uh oh, sorry. Adi- I fucking misinterpreted that. Additionally, Adam Cole will make his in-ring debut the same night the reality TV show debuts. bro. So, okay. So first things first, first things first, bro. It's not entirely bad. The good thing about this is no one of my favorite shows from the WWE network was breaking ground. It was a, it was a, it was a, it was a reality TV series about, um, about NXT, uh, and kind of their, you know, their, struggles and their uphill battle through the performance center. And it wasn't necessarily reality TV where they're acting out, you know, fake scenes where people are, you know, fighting or whatever, you know, it yeah. was nothing overly dramatic. It was kind of just a long docu series on people that were in NXT in like 2015. It was fucking amazing. It, it it was amazing. If it's anything like that, I would, I I would, I would like it. But the thing is yeah, here, definitely. You're building up a huge announcement. You're bringing Tony Khan on television who never comes on television unless it's something huge like CM Punk and The Elite vacating the Trios Championships. You have, you know, Tony Khan coming on there to announce that he bought Ring of Honor or to Indoor. You know, you bring him on here for shit like that. Mm -hmm. So when I seen Tony Khan, I was like, oh, okay, this is going to be a, this might be pretty big. Then Adam Cole starts talking about a series. Then I think he's going to transition into saying that there's going to be a streaming service you can watch this series on. Bro, you're announcing another hour of television that is not wrestling. Sure, it's going to get people over, but is it going to... It's not going to get everybody over. This is going to be something for your main stars. You're not going to fucking put just anybody on here. So, my thing is...
2: No, exactly. Like,
1: you're adding another hour of television that's not wrestling when you already have one hour of television. And I've seen... I've seen some people saying this in the IWC, and in a sense, I fucking agree with it, because Rampage is damn near useless at this point. I would rather a third hour of fucking Dynamite than fucking Rampage. Rampage is that useless, bro. It is... Where were you saying?
2: (laughs) At this fucking point, man.
1: Dude. No, I just said what I said. Oh. Go ahead. Oh, no... (laughs) My bad. It looked like you wanted to say something. But um, dude. Genuinely, bro, at this point, I would rather a third hour of fucking dynamite than any more of these useless shows, in my opinion. I think this is gonna be something that may be cool in the in the beginning. You know what I mean? And and, and it's probably gonna be a cool show. But people are eventually going to not really watch it. And it's just kind of going to be another thing. And then it's going to be more TV time that's just there. Like, why don't you air it, like, I don't know, like, the day after Dynamite or something. I, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I mean, it's, I don't know. At this point, at this point, bro, I, I would genuinely rather a fucking third hour of Dynamite um than... Uh, then, then another another useless television show, in my honest opinion. I mean, it's it's a sh- it's gonna be a show where you're documenting wrestlers. Meanwhile, you have all these wrestlers that can barely get a slot on television, and now we're introducing a reality show. When I feel either you need to move Rampage to a different time slot. You can even have it combat SmackDown. I don't know what you need to fucking do. You need to make it two hours and, and have it be live. Or uh, I don't know. Change the time slot. Make it two hours. I, I, I don't know. I don't know at this point. But the show isn't entirely bad. But what? This is your big announcement?
2: That's their fucking big announcement. Some random... Random reality TV show, man. Where it doesn't sound bad, like you said, but it's not needed at all. What you need to do is you take Rampage, you add another hour to it, and I would probably move it a separate night, man. Um, maybe you know, if if eventually WWE does get sold to like a shitty place like Saudi, you could put it on the same time as SmackDown to you know compete it. But as of right now. SmackDown's actually not been, you know, the old SmackDown, which which is really good. So I would probably put it on like Thursdays or something, maybe like yeah. a Tuesday. Um, you're gonna beat either Impact or NXT, whichever one you're fucking going against on the, either of those two nights, and uh, make it live, two hours live, um, some on uh, some time that isn't nine o'clock at night, and you, and that's 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 all the TV time you'll need. You got four hours in total every week. You don't even you don't even have to split the brands. You don't you don't have to do no brand split, nothing. Just yeah, you could just have time to do shit to actually get shit done and make a second show that people that is worth TV time. Because like you said, I don't even count Rampage as TV as TV time. It's basically honorary dark.
1: Yeah, like it is.
2: It's televised dark. You just rush through random matches that nobody cares about. Make it actual TV. I wouldn't have been mad that Keith Lee fucking returned on Rampage if it was a two hour live show that it they that they put some fucking care into.
1: Did did you I see bat nine. Did you see the viewership on the episode where Keith Lee returned? Bro. Two hundred and eighty seven thousand people. Oh fuck man.
2: And it puts it such in perspective because this dynamite that just happened got over a million viewers. So on one show they're getting a million plus on a usual basis. On the other show, a quarter of that. <laughs> like, that's not a fan base thing. That is a television quality thing. Make Rampage good, bruh. That's all they gotta fucking do. This show isn't needed. This show would actually be nice if you had a streaming service. This, this, you know, show, whatever, could go live on any day of the week you want. Hell, even after Dynamite, if you really want. And the next day, you put that episode uh, as a rewatch on your streaming service. Perfect mix of the two. TNT or slash TBS get their TV... You know, revenue from you, and you could get some stuff from your streaming service, man. But no, just a random TV show, just, just plain. I don't get it, man. Seriously,
1: seriously, bro. Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. This, this threw everything into a blaze for me. Um, to the point where I, I genuinely, I genuinely feel like I still can't even, can't even muster up uh words or at least a good conclusion for 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 how I would do things because it just it just now it just throws an unnecessary an unnecessary thing into the mix um when it throws an unnecessary thing into the mix when this is something that is literally so perfect for a streaming service like you can have this every week on dynamite or sorry after dynamite on your streaming service and it's fucking perfect now you're adding another t- another hour of TV time which if they were given another hour of TV time i, I genuinely mean this and and i think with AEW i think with AEW it-, it-, it could be okay and and you know i could eat my words on this but i mean this isn't happening anyway having a having a third hour of dynamite is going to be more beneficial been than than having AEW all access because with AEW, the thing is they have three hours, but they have so much talent that they do not use. It's 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 insane. It's absolutely insane. Um, not saying like four
2: hours. Mm-hmm.
1: I was going to say, not saying that I'm, you know, advocating for the three hours, because like no. I said, people are going to leave the company. And then what happens when your roster gets thin and you have a three hour dynamite? I'm just saying if I were to choose between all access and a third hour of dynamite right now, I'm going with the third hour of dynamite.
2: Oh, literally, man, literally. And that's why four hours in total between you know, two hours between two shows would be perfect for them. Because even when people eventually do, you know, leave and and the roster gets smaller, you can just spend that other two hours just focusing on just general aspects. Do more stuff with the women. Do more stuff with the tag team. Do trio stuff. You have so many divisions in itself that even with a diminished roster, four hours in total every week is perfect. Perfect for AEW.
1: Absolutely. And... Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. So, and, and the, the time slot as well. I mean, I, at this point, bro, I genuinely don't know where, I don't know where you put Rampage. I don't know where you put Rampage, dude. I don't know if you put Rampage. Um, I don't know if you put it on a Thursday because, you know, then they're going to be having their ROH television on Thursday. If you put it on a Friday, you, you do risk less viewers, you know what I mean? Uh, because either you're in a late ass time slot or you're combating SmackDown. So, you know, I don't even know about that, man. But uh, I don't, I don't combating know.
2: SmackDown might be their best route, man. Because even if you put it on a Monday or Tuesday, right? Two days straight of, you know, AEW television, I don't think that would work. They kind of at least have to be a day in between them with nothing. I I think Friday competing with SmackDown would have to be the move, because if it's actually two hours and you actually put stories and some care onto the fucking show, I will watch it no problem over SmackDown.
1: Yeah, a lot um, of the unless time. Unless it's yeah.
2: some crazy Sami Zayn shit that I would wanna see, which at this point it's slowing down. <laughs> yeah. So I'll be fucking watching Rampage most time anyway. Just do that. Yep. Most of your fan base will. Come on, bruh. Come on.
1: You can con yeah, I mean, or at least and you know, if you're if you're gonna do the two hour if you're gonna do the two hour rampage which I would like to see. I, I would I would like to see it just combat the whole entirety of SmackDown. I mean, it gives SmackDown a reason. It gi- it gives yeah, them a swift kick in their ass to to do something. Or you could do you could do six o'clock to eight o'clock. Or you could do or you know you could do seven to nine. You know, and and you know it is it what it fair. is. Or. I would say Monday night. I would say you could combat Monday because a lot of people around that third hour check out. So what you could do is you could do eight, eight, um, eight o'clock to ten o'clock.
2: Eight to ten.
1: You know, because a lot of people check out over that third hour. True. So that can I work. mean, yeah. The
2: thing is, I don't know if, if a lot of people do, especially if if you know. Even if the company eventually does go downhill, it's, you know, Vince taking back over and shit, that shit will drop. So either of those two shows are, are, to be honest, will be free game if that happens to compete with. So I would probably choose Friday just because I feel like, I don't know if this sounds logical or not, I feel like Dynamite should go first in the week over Rampage. I don't know if that sounds dumb. Or if that's stupid, but I no, I, it's just, I agree. I uh, mean, that's it's their fuel.
1: flagship, yeah.
2: And, yeah, it's the, it's like their main show, so I'd, if you can put it first, but I would totally be fine with eight to ten, even though it, even though that's kind of late. I think it might be perfect to compete with with Raw because that second hour Raw, even nowadays, can can sometimes get a little. Nowadays, to be honest with Raw, it's the middle hour for me. Mm-hmm. That's really been, like, the, the lamest.
1: Yeah, for me, it's like end of the middle, top, or end of the second, top of the third. Yeah. Kind of. It's that
2: transition from the middle of the show to the end of it. Oh, yeah. They, that's where they just put like, The Miz and people like that.
1: Yeah. No, but I, I totally get where you're coming from. I mean, if you put it in WWE perspective, imagine how fucking weird it would be if SmackDown started the week over Monday night raw. So I totally get why you would want yeah, uh dynamite. Would... Yeah. I, Dynamite's the flagship show like raw, you know, raw is the flagship show, even though SmackDown has been better at yeah. points Monday night raw, always Monday night raw just starts the week. That's how it is. And like it's dynamite dynamite for AEW, uh, you know, in terms of their big television, you know, of course, excluding dark, Dark elevation. Uh dynamite (laughs) Dynamite Dynamite starts the week for AEW for sure. So I don't know what you have to do, bro, but honestly, bro, the the AEW all access for me at least just threw it all into a fucking frenzy. It really did. It really did. That
3: does
2: not sound good. Well it's the show itself sounds sounds fun. fun. I'll probably watch a couple episodes, man. But what it is is like they all teach TNT TV has offered you another hour of TV time, when this is how you use it. Come on, bro. Come on. I That's will how say, you buy that TV?
1: I will say this, though. Do you know how much it irks my soul when I'm watching AEW Dynamite and afterwards fucking power slap comes on? Do you know how much what? that irks my fucking soul?
2: Well, apparently the Warner Brothers execs feel the same way because they cut that show. Why do you think this show's happening? Oh. That power slap show got so bad views,
1: bro. There will be a couple times I'll fucking That's fall cool. asleep watching AEW Dynamite. I wake up, my f- <laughs> my fucking remote control is stuck in my recliner, or it's tangled in my blanket, or I threw it on the couch somewhere, and, and I can't find the remote, and I'm stuck. Watching fucking power slap. Do you know how much that happens to me? Oh my god. Oh, good, good. dude.
2: And I don't know if it's just, but that show is like percent or like five percent louder for some reason than what Dynamite always is. And I'm just hearing just loud noises of just power slap, dude. I hate that fucking show. I'm glad they fucking canceled that shit.
1: Oh my. And then you got fucking Dana White there trying to act like this is some fucking legit ass sport. Like, dude. Yeah. Bro, talking about it
2: like it's UFC. <laughs> like, bro, like slapping each other. Who the fuck cares? Dude. Who the fuck cares about this? Dude, I'm so glad that show fucking failed. I hated that shit.
1: The fact that some people legitimately. Consider that a sport. It. It, let it's alone insane. watch it. Oh, my Lord. God bless. Dude, I cannot tell you how many times I'm stuck watching Power Slap because I can't find my fucking remote. Oh, my God. It irks my fucking soul, dude. It irks the shit out of me. However, however... Thank God that is getting canceled because, dude, oh, man, that is one of my biggest pet peeves about Wednesday is that I know if I fall asleep around that main event just because I'm, you know, I got a blanket on me and I'm just comfortable, man. If I fucking doze off, I'm going to wake up to Dana White trying to sell this shit like it's fucking Brock Lesnar versus uh Kane uh, Velasquez or something, bro. I
2: swear to God, bro, sounded like it's fucking, like it's a Mike Tyson in his fucking prime. Dude, it's takes that shit so fucking serious. I'm just just laying on my bed, just looking up like, bro, what the fuck is this shit? Oh my God. I'm trying to take a nap. (laughs) I hate that fucking show. It will be nice. For when for when AEW ends on Wednesdays, I see more of the same people I just watched overall. So that will still be nice. And again, the show itself doesn't sound bad. It's, it's the fact that they're doing it now and they should be spending that TV time on, you know, television.
1: Yes, but that is yeah. that man. And man, not to mention, dude, 20 minutes before the show ends, we'll talk about all that. Uh, I'll we'll talk about the Adam Cole part and 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 all all that kind of stuff. On uh, you know, we'll talk about all all the that you know, the specifics of the segment itself that I really did not like on on Wednesday or on Monday. But uh, man, God bless you, Logan, because bro, good for you. I would literally, I, I literally got in a groove where I told myself, dude, like you absolutely cannot watch or you cannot try your very hardest to not doze off at the end of dynamite because I knew I would lose that fucking remote and I would wake up to power slap and it would irk my soul. Dude,
2: the second dynamite fades away, I fucking grabbed that fucking Same. remote so I don't have to hear it. That fucking how many times I woke up in a daze to that fucking garbage? <laughs> oh man, Logan, hate I it. wish I could be you, man.
1: Hate it. Absolutely hate it's it. So bad. So man. Um Okay. So we just mentioned huh, like 20 minutes ago at this point. Um we mentioned how Tony Khan only comes on AEW Dynamite for very special occasions. One being Ring of Honor. One being, uh, apparently, AEW All Access. The other one I mentioned (laughs) was him announcing Forbidden Door. Forbidden Door, obviously, the AEW and New Japan crossover show. If you thought Forbidden Door last year was good, if you're looking at Forbidden Door this year, holy shit. (laughs) You're looking at Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay number 2. You are looking at Mercedes Monet versus Jamie Hayter. Holy shit.
2: for the Gun Club what versus the fuck.
1: All right. Yeah. Oh, God. You're looking at um, um... uh pfft. hey Who's to say trios. we don't get CM Punk versus Hiroshi Tanahashi? Hey, you
2: get that. Now they could do something they couldn't do last year, something they can do this year, is trios versus trios titles. Mm. Could we see House of Black versus whoever their trios current holders Maybe That's interesting, man. I like the sound of that. New Japan is trios titles? I think they do. I think I, maybe I know at one point they did. They had to. Because I remember, I think I saw that on the Young Bucks, you know. We, let me see. I, they had to before. I know there and, were
1: six-man tags with the Hung Bucks, but that, I believe that was Ring of Honor. I believe.
2: Oh, um, Trio. Trio's championship. Do they got one? Six-man tags and they never open weight six-man tag team championship so wait oh yeah it's, it's the never open weight it's called the six-man tag championship i guess hmm. but it, it's their trios okay. titles okay it's it's never open weight i don't know why it's called six-man <laughs> tag team championship and not trios but there you go they do have one it was established in 2015
1: okay Okay. Oh, man. Oh, Logan, bro. Please don't remind me of that. Well, <laughs> at least Chrisley knows best I could fucking laugh at because the acting was yeah. so fucking fake. Oh, my God. Oh, bro.
2: Their, their fucking hick accents are kind of funny.
1: <laughs> bro, it, it was hilarious, but, bro.
2: The fuck? Oh, the, and the current champions of those titles... Um, that's actually pretty interesting, it's Minoru Suzuki Eldos, El, El Desperado, and some other dude I don't know, called Ren, not, not, not no, I ain't even pronouncing that last name, his name's Su- Ren, Su- I never fucking heard of him.
1: Suzuki Goon.
2: Suzuki Goon, so, that'd actually be a pretty cool matchup.
1: Definitely bro, definitely, so, there, so, you know, Forbidden Door, man, if you thought Forbidden Door... One was good, forbidden. Oh, we'll probably end up getting what we should have gotten last year. Brian versus Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah, oh, man. Like I said, Osprey versus Omega. Probably like Okada versus... Um, Look at Okada shit, face. Shit. Damn. Mox? Mox could be good. Or Hangman. That could well, be really good. Was there anybody that was, uh, was there anybody that was around when Adam Cole got the concussion? Could be Adam Cole, but, well, no, because Adam it Cole's a babyface now. I, um.
2: Oh, is. No, Okada just turned heel, remember? Did he? Yeah, I think with, after that, um, that, I, I don't know if that was a shoot fight or whatever the fuck that was, man. But I think he's heel, he's in Noah now. And he's healing Noah now
1: sweet dude there's a lot so, you could that's do, interesting man. you could do hangman, you could do Adam Cole, you could do john moxley um yeah, there's a lot of guys well, you could do man there's, there's yeah there there's a decent amount of people you could do, however, regardless, enough fantasy booking for now. AEW and New Japan held their first ever ever inter-promotional show called Forbidden Door in June of 2022. Now it looks like we could be getting a Forbidden Door 2 in a few months. The word making the rounds this past weekend is that New Japan Pro Wrestling's Battle in the Valley in San Jose, California was that... Uh, was that a second Forbidden Door pay-per-view with AEW was 100% set to go on later this year, although details as to where and when are unknown. Spectrum Cable's pay-per-view listings for special events over the next few months, with Saturday, June 24th, listed as AEW's Forbidden Door.
2: Let's fucking go.
1: Um... Do Got you
2: th- out of that.
1: do you think it will be in the United Center again?
2: I, I think it very well could be, especially if around that time Punk's coming back. That's the perfect market for you know Punk coming back, and then that's like that's one of their biggest just simple money draw pay per views already. So I, I definitely could see it, but. They could do it over in Japan this time for the second time. I could also see that. I could also see their, their other big places. Um probably not Vegas, because they would have just done Vegas with double or nothing, obviously. I can maybe see New York. But I would I if my if I'm a betting man, I'm either saying it's in Chicago or in Japan.
1: I would what about like you? I I would like so. I was trying to think of cool historic venues that this place could take place if you wanted to do it in America. Obviously, Mm -hmm. you have the United Center. Um, Obviously. On the other end of that, you have another very famous arena in New York City. You have Madison Square Garden. Mm -hmm. Very, very, very. I would like that a lot. I would like that a lot a lot. Remember
2: remember the last time they went to tried to go there, Triple H shut that shit down. That's if he's still in control of that other fucking WWE when that shit happened.
1: Was it was it AEW?
2: Well it was was? ROH. It was the ROH in New Japan show. They got it. It was it They did. Yeah. Oh uh, well, I remember Triple H tried to stop it. Yes, they, he did his best to, they, to
1: they, stop it. They, yeah, Vin, Vince tried to stop it. Vince tried to stop it, but Vince wasn't going to TV. Te- Vince wasn't doing TV in the Garden anymore because it cost too much. He was going to Barclays Center, so it pissed them off. It pissed them off, and they were mm-hmm. like, "Okay, well, we're gonna okay, then we're gonna do another promotion in the Garden." So, um, and. I mean they've they go to the garden sometimes, but they, they their main New York uh hub is, is Barclays Center. So if oh, if yeah. if they wanted it, if they wanted it, and I mean they've dealt with New Japan before, so I feel like they I feel like they could get it. I feel like they yeah, could I get it. Be
2: awesome. Not only would that be just awesome in itself, and I think that's like the perfect arena in New York. If I was MSG bro, I would drop WWE. Because the way they treat that fucking arena, they treat that arena like shit. They do. They are fucking assholes to those people. Yep. I would drop them so fucking fast. I would. And You know how mad that'll make Triple H, bro. That'll be the perfect stir in that pot. He's gonna be <laughs> contract like a he's gonna be contract tampering like a motherfucker. After Bro's gonna that. be
1: standing outside the fucking arena waiting for Kenny Omega to come out. Kenny. Bro's gonna be according. Be Kenny Omega. Oh, Triple H will be standing out there. Kenny Omega. According to SAP, we have a huge interest in signing you. Man, get the fuck out! Man, what are you doing here?
2: Yeah, they're trying to and shit. The thing, Japanese translator.
1: The thing about MSG, which I I love. I remember in it was either two thousand eight or two thousand nine. I wish they would bring them back. Bring this back. Remember when they had that little tunnel entrance in MSG? Bro. That would be so sick. Love that little, that little tiny entranceway. Oh, bro. I love that. I love that stage.
2: You put the Forbidden Door, like, fucking Doctor Strange teleporter ring around that shit. And you put, like, um, Japan in the background of that. That shit will be so fucking heat.
1: Yes, bro. Uh, yes, it it would be it would be incredible, man. It would be incredible. Um. Yeah, um, yeah, man. It's interesting, bro. It's interesting. Um, but I don't know, man. I feel like if 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 they really wanted it and tried to get it, I feel like they could do it. I would like to see them do it over in Japan as well. The only thing is. Tony Khan is a man of tradition, but I don't know if this, like he always does Chicago for all out. You know, he always does. He always does uh, uh Vegas for double or nothing. So who I, I would, I would like to see him not do two Chicago traditions. I mean, technically it would be three because he has Thanksgiving Eve, but I would like to see him explore other options because to be honest, like, Uh, Like, for people like us, like, it was like, it was really once in a lifetime. We get to see Will Ospreay perform live. We get to see Hiroshi Tanahashi. I want some other people to to get that love, too. Uh, Los Angeles, why don't you do it in the forum? What about the forum?
2: That'd be perfect, man. Like, and. To be honest, even with with the you know mainstays that he keeps, I I wish he eventually breaks that man. You know how much I want to fucking to go to a double or, double nothing? or nothing.
1: Yes, yes, bro.
2: You, know, out, you oh, you know, all out, It's the Chicago show, man. But in terms of like pay per view themes, double or Nothing's my favorite. I want I want a double or nothing. I was there shirt, sure. and I want to have to fucking buy it off their fuck, off pro wrestling tees, even though I wasn't even fucking there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, I hope he breaks that eventually, man.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Yes, definitely. I I would like lo- I would like to see him do that. I mean, for all out, you know, I get it. You know, you did all in. And, but you mm-hmm. know, at least don't do the Sears Center. At least take it no. to the UC, bro. At least. <laughs> Center,
2: At least, bro, you could sell that shit out. Even with your current fucking state of TV, you could still sell that shit out. So fucking just go there. I don't know why that's not their standard, bro.
1: Yes, it should either you know if you either do the United Center or you know if if you want something with a little bit of a smaller budget, the uh what's what's the um oh how am I forgetting the name the. The place we went to for dynamite, what is the name of the fucking arena? oh my God it's The wind trust one. the wind trust, wind Ce- trust. Or arena their yep. center or whatever it's called the you know if you want some with a little bit of a smaller budget, then you go to wind Trust because it's super nice in there, you know it's great, it's a nice open although the acoustics suck um you know it does. oh bro, <laughs> I don't know if it's we were just up high. Or that the acoustics just suck. It could be that we were up high because we were in an open atmosphere, but but it was nice, bro. It was nice.
2: So you could fucking see everything just from the fucking merch stand. That place was nice. I liked it.
1: Me too. And then you go into fucking Sears Center and it's just a fucking dump. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 <laughs>
2: Center. it's such a fucking dump, man. Like, listen, I loved ride to the sears center oh, it's amazing that long ass hour-long ride you're, you're driving through but fuck nowhere it is beautiful it's amazing it but the arena itself god. oh that
1: <laughs> arena is play. dog uh, shit bro
2: it, it's the, it, i swear to god if you fucking remove um all you know the interior stuff from the sears center and Home Depot, my job—you couldn't tell those fucking places apart.
1: You couldn't. Bro. Same fucking floors, same walls, dirty ass, <laughs> fucking dark, fucking gray ass floors. <laughs> what the fuck, man! <laughs> oh, man. It's a Listen fuck. In place.
2: I always forget the, new the name, now you know? arena. And Now Arena, yeah, that place, like, I love the drive, man, but, dude, that fucking arena itself so blows.
1: Might as well call it the fucking then arena. That motherfucker needs a updating, bro. That shit is, does not represent the now. I mean, oh, my God. You, The only way you could fucking pay for parking is with cash. Like, what the fuck is going on here, bro? What
2: are you wondering shit is that, bro? Oh
1: Jesus. Yeah. In yeah, place, it's in yeah, place. follow man. Dude, it is a fucking shithole, man. As to the United Center, you, the UC is the UC, bro. You could sell. Well, and I, I hope this puts things in a perspective for AEW as well. So you know they're in a huge market, bro. They're at Chase Center, beautiful new arenas where the Warriors play. They mm. still have, uh, two thousand seats yet to sell. Mm, that sucks. As to but where you in
2: 2022, 2021 would have not would have sold that shit out.
1: Instantly. They did. All the revolutions have been a sellout. Every single one of them have been a sellout. And this year, they have two thousand mm-hmm. seats left.
2: That ain't a fucking sign, man.
1: Come on. Yeah, man. Maybe
2: you did it, man.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, bro. So that was, that was that. Um. That was that. Uh but yeah, man. Forbidden door two looks like it's gonna be in June, at the end of June again, like I was last year on uh June twenty-fourth, bro, and it's gonna be a pretty interesting card. Obviously, we will be missing people like uh Jay White, but we should be getting some good shit nonetheless. Definitely, man. I'm, I'm, it's looking pretty good to be honest. Definitely, bro, definitely. Um Jeff Hardy. I believe this is our last bit of AEW news. Jeff Hardy, man. Jeff Hardy. Help uh, me read these comments real quick.
2: Dude, Jeff.
1: Dude. Dude, Logan, bro. Logan. Bro. Arlington hey, Heights. Dude, when they build that fucking stadium... Now, I don't know when it's going to be. I don't know if it's going to be in, like, 2028 or 2026. Bro, he says, I think the first show, uh, the first stadium show that happens in AEW is whenever the Bears build the new stadium in a a good couple of years for All Out. Bro, if you have, you know, if you have the the stock— if you mm-hmm. have the stock in, in your company to the point where you genuinely think you could sell that motherfucker out 80,000 deep, I would go for it. Well I would go well for it. Well you could even do Soldier Field. You could do Soldier Field for All Out. But speaking of All Out, you don't even have to go to the UC. You could go to Soldier Field because uh, you got to remember we're in September here. All Out's always nice weather. We always go to All Out wearing shorts and a t-shirt. You know what I mean? It's nice weather. You know, you have Soldier Field. You have two very popular baseball stadiums. You have Comiskey and you have Wrigley. So, you have that. I mean, bro, I I don't know. It's 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 ridiculous. It's ridiculous at this point. But there's also the United Center man. I don't I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. But I would absolutely love that. I would absolutely love that. Um. Oh old... okay. <laughs> damn.
2: This it it ain't gonna be completed for
1: a minute. Oh, wow. That's horrible. Yes, I, I listened to a little bit of FTR with Dax last night. Um, But that was it. I actually don't listen to After the Bell. I actually forgot that was a thing. Um, Oh, Durante, bro. I'm t- that's what I'm trying to tell these fucking people, man. Um dude. Probably Oh damn. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, never mind. I would not wait ten years to do their first stadium show. I think that would be an awesome stadium show. But I think what you could do first, you could either do Soldier Field or you could do the Jacksonville Jaguar Stadium. Um, you know, obviously that's connected to Daly's place, so that's AEW's home. So, um, yeah, you could do, you could do that. You know, you could do one of the two, one of the two would be great. But, um, Jeff okay, Hardy, uh, uh-huh.
2: a show in Jaguar stadium would be so awesome if they had like a, a fucking, a street fight match and they, and during the street fight, they went into the place. That would get such a huge pop.
1: That would be pretty cool. That would be, yeah, that would be pretty cool, man. Definitely. So Jeff Hardy, Jeff Hardy has concluded his court case. This is great news for Jeff, man. I heard Matt saying that uh, Jeff is in the best, uh, the best place he's ever seen him in his entire life. So I'm happy for Jeff, and I'm glad I'm glad he uh I'm glad he made it there, man. So, yes, career mode with Jeff Hardy is going to be a movie, man. It's going to be a movie. Alright, man. So Jeff Hardy's DUI case is now officially closed. Jeff was arrested at 9.54 a.m. on on June 13th for three charges, violating restrictions placed on a driver's license, driving driving while license is suspended, canceled, or revoked, and DUI, uh, alcohol and drugs, third offense within 10 years. (laughs) (laughs)
2: fucking <laughs> Jeff, man a different breed dude, how are you hammered nine where were you going that's what dude, that's what I want to know so bad is where the fuck was he trying to go oh, oh man that's amazing well, it's not amazing, but <laughs>
1: Oh, God. I feel bad for laughing, but I I can't help Good it. It's man. just, just, just Jeff.
2: Just fucked up, man, but it's <sighs> hilarious.
1: Okay, man. Um, According to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, it was noted that court records show that the case is now closed after Hardy submitted a written plea of Nolo Contendere to all charges. Nolo Contendere translates from Latin... I do not wish to contend and is a plea of no contest without entering a guilty plea or admitting one's guilt. His license was also suspended for 10 years. Damn. Hardy's (laughs) license will be suspended for the next decade and he will get 38 days credit for the time served in County jail as a part of his sentence. (laughs) The, the report The report also revealed the full sentence via uh, Volusia County records. Uh, You can check on his full penalties below. A 10-year suspension of the license, two years with an interlock device and 90-day vehicle impoundment.
2: Years, (laughs) fucking got the ankle bracelet, so is he going to have to wrestle with the thing?
1: I don't know. That's a may, that's a good question.
2: Maybe like in a place like an arena you could take it off because there's probably enough security and police in there anyway to keep an eye on them. But like if he has to, that'll be fucked, man.
1: Court mandated DUI school or drug rehab program, community service, a thirty eight day county jail <laughs> sentence with 38 days credit for time served, two years probation, and $4,586 in fines and court fees.
2: God, dang. It's like broken. <laughs> Dude, that's a long plan, but... And you got three DUIs within, what, five years?
1: Come on, man.
3: Okay. Okay. I think I'm good.
2: Oh, breaking the (laughs) streak.
3: Okay.
2: Oh, yeah. Bro, we're in the same cell at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Just, oh hey, Jeff. Hey, <sighs> what happened? You good, man? Uh, oh,
3: okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right.
2: <sighs> oh, man.
1: Okay. Yeah. But Jeff and GTA Oh Lord. Okay. Uh, Alright. So okay. So Jeff, um on a real note I'm on a real note, uh I'm super happy that mm-hmm. this is that this is all over uh for Jeff and he um is Getting better, uh, he is getting better. I do not know what this means as far as his AEW return, um. But yeah, I I don't know, man. I mean, if if he if he wants, I mean, if he he could take as long as he wants. I mean, he wasn't even ready to yeah. come into AEW when he came into AEW, but um. But yeah, obviously this is obviously this is this is no good. Uh alcoholism and stuff like that is is nothing to play around with and I'm and I'm glad he got his license revoked for 10 years because that prevents hopefully prevent I mean I mean I mean he was driving on a suspended no, license anyway, time. but um he was driving on a suspended or revoked license anyway, but regardless uh it's it, you know, I mean it's good nonetheless for him. But, yes, yeah, so I want to see him take as much time as he needs and not rush back to AEW, I'm, I hope. I mean, he came into AEW in about March of last year, and he was, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he was in AEW till June, so, you know, I mean, it's, it's good, it's very good, it's very good to see Jeff, uh, it's very good to see Jeff... Um, actually getting a little bit of time off and uh just uh, I, I i just hope he stays clean you know um right. Right, yeah i mean you know jeff jeff is you know more times than not at at the brunt at the brunt of the jokes but uh we all love jeff and you know obviously exactly, we wish nothing well uh, we wish nothing but the best for him, man but um yeah exactly man exactly so yeah, man, that is a story on Jeff Hardy, man. We do not have any AEW career mode, uh, news for Jeff yet, although it should be coming soon, man. Um, but yes, obviously, we do wish the best for Jeff. Um, God, you guys fucking kill me, man, <sighs> <laughs> bro. <sighs> <laughs>
2: Oh, dude, it is fucked, man. shit. <laughs> <a drum-like> <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's amazing, man. Oh, it's not amazing, but it's funny. It's fucked up. I love it. Oh,
1: oh man, <sighs> bro. <laughs> Oh, oh, golly. Oh, fuck, man. <laughs> Fucking Jeff, man. So, fuck. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. Okay. <clears throat> so, <laughs> that is all. That is all the... That is all the AEW uh, news we have for today. That is all the AEW, do- dude. You guys fucking kill me, bro. Um, That's great, man. that that is all. <laughs> Broke down, <laughs> bro. Oh shit! The way he was fucking driving in that race, dude. Oh, bro, fucking Bell, you kill me, dude. Oh lord, that is fucking hilarious. Okay. So, (laughs) so, bro was driving like shit too. (laughs) He was, bro. Oh, man. Okay. Speaking of somebody, speaking of somebody that, um, speaking of somebody that, uh, Jeff, speaking of somebody that Jeff knows very well, I believe he trained him actually, or at least had a hand in him becoming a professional wrestler, Cameron Grimes. Mm -hmm. Cameron Grimes, yeah. we all love Cameron Grimes um, We all love Cameron Grimes Cameron Grimes is reportedly in limbo because WWE Creative has nothing for him So mm-hmm. This is a negative and a positive, so we'll get to the Alright, so, we'll, so on the latest on the latest episode of the Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave I, I thought so, I thought so um, cause I know they knew his father. I know they talked about his father a lot cause I, I love Jeff as a kid. So I used to watch all the little documentaries they put out about him. And I remember hearing his father's name all the time mentioned by those two, mm-hmm. but on the latest episode of the wrestling observer radio, Dave Meltzer provided the following update on Cameron Grimes, current status in WWE. He says so the deal is that Cameron Grimes was finishing up in NXT because he was being called to the main roster. And then right now what's going on uh what's going on is that they're waiting for an idea on the main roster. So he's in limbo. He's finished with NXT, he's supposed to be on the main roster but they did not but they don't got a story for him. Look at that They don't have a story, so we don't see him. Wow. So they haven't debuted him yet. They're waiting to come up with a story for him. It seems unlikely that WWE will suddenly find a story for Grimes, how busy and crowded everything is with WrestleMania 39. Uh, coming up on the weekend of April 1st, so he might have to wait for the rumored post-WrestleMania roster shakeup before WWE creative finally address the situation. So, so, oh, oh, <laughs> holy
2: God, shit. Uh, Bill, that would have been legendarily Whew.
1: Man. Mm-hmm. So the bad thing is Cameron Grimes is off television, right? He's off television. Yeah. There's nothing, you know, there's nothing for him to do. However, I can absolutely appreciate because with Vince McMahon, he would just call people up after pay-per-views and that was it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even if he didn't have anything for him, he just needed something for people to talk about on that Raw after SummerSlam or that Raw after WrestleMania or this Raw or that Raw. But I will say, at least with like a guy like Bronson Reed, you did right, you did not keep him with The Miz, and you mm-hmm. kind of put him on a streak where he's looking like a badass right now, so... You know, you kind of did right by the guy, and you did involve a little bit of story about him coming in, you know, for the money, even though I fucking hate that storyline of people just doing things for bags of money or whatever. I can't fucking stand it. I know you can't either, but at least there was a little something. There was a reason as to why he came up and a reason for him to not stay with the Miz nonetheless. Exactly,
2: man. Exactly.
1: So, so regardless, um, yes, uh, I do appreciate definitely if you do not have anything for him, if you do not have a captivating way to debut him to your audience or not even a captivating, but an interesting way or a way to make people be like, Oh, who is this guy? Oh, this is Cameron Grimes. Okay. Let me, let me go back and, you know, watch some of his stuff or whatever. If you don't have a way like that to make people interested in people you're trying to portray to them, just don't do it. Just simply, you know, don't waste everybody's time. And I can appreciate that they didn't waste, they're not wasting people's time and they're not just putting a random body on the main roster to make things feel like a new era. I also think this is really good because you can bring Grimes up in a draft and it is really Really going to make is really going to make people um feel like it's a it's a brand new era. You know what I mean. During the draft, as to where if you bring them up now, it's kind of just like, oh okay, and okay, what's he gonna do at Mania? Probably nothing, and that that'll be the end of it.
2: Exactly, man. Exactly. So I, I although you know, on paper, the way it's said sounds bad. I think in the situation we're in right now, not only does it make sense, but it's kind of good. You don't want to just throw him on TV with nothing to do, and then he just does nothing until the draft. Because until Chamber, that's what they did with Bronson Reed. You know, well, kind of. Royal Rumble you could throw in there, but especially before Royal Rumble, that's what they did with Bronson Reed. They didn't have a story. And if they had one, it was shit. And... They could have just waited, man. So I'm glad they're doing that with Cameron Grimes.
1: Definitely. It always sucks. It always sucks when creative has nothing for you. But in the case of Cameron Grimes, you know, and in the case of everybody, quite frankly, they, um, you know, they, uh, you know, they're waiting, they're waiting, you know, till you can garner some intrigue around him coming to the main roster, which I like a lot. Exactly, man. Exactly. Speaking of people getting brought back to the company. Bell says she's expecting Grimes, Kaden Carter, Katana Chance, and Braun Breaker to get called up in the draft. And Indy. I would like to see, I don't know if these guys are ready for that, or if they want to do that. But personally, I would like to see either both or one of the two. Uh, Tyler Bate or Ilya Dragunov. Those guys are so if Bron the fact that Braun Breaker got called up before them is very sad. It's very sad. Um
2: cuz those two are fucking amazing, man.
1: Yeah. Absolutely.
2: I love Dragonoff style, man, but Indy's a definite one for me. I really hope she does. I really want to see Candace and in Indy.
1: Yeah, I really want to see Ty. I really want to see Tyler Bate, bro. I really, really want to see Tyler Bate. You could bring back Trent Seven. You could either have a nice singles in Tyler Bate. You could have or a fucking amazing tag team in Mustache Mountain. Or how about this? Once the brawling brutes' time is up, British mm-hmm. Strong style, bro. That shit would be heat. Oh, I, I want to see one of those those two guys, but. More uh, pe- people to be brought up. I thought Grimes was going to be in the Rumble. To be a hundred percent honest, but in terms of call ups, I would like to see Grimes. I'd like to see Caden and uh, Katana. Um, I like Bron, but I, Bron's gotten b- tremendously better. But I, I would like to see somebody like. Uh, I still like to see somebody like Carmelo over him. And yeah, Carmelo is so, just way, way, way more ready for me than than Braun Breaker is. Um,
2: you ask me, man. My opinion: Braun Breaker is definitely one of the one of the weakest people in this era of NXT. He's not bad. No, but he's but just on the weekend.
1: Definitely. Uh. My favorite is Tony D'Angelo. I like Tony D'Angelo. Everybody knows that. And right under him oh, is probably Carmelo. Um, yeah. And um, I don't even
2: count Tyler Bader dragging off no, in that like No, air. me neither. They're just still stuck there. They're
1: just <laughs> stuck there. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I could see Breaker. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. He's definitely not World Championship material yet. Um, I, I would hey, probably I barely even like put a there. mid-card title on him
2: be honest i probably wouldn't i don't yeah. even think he's ready for
1: that not not yet uh, but that's that's the corner w w e trapped themselves in is they made yep. him an xt champion now if you take that belt off him you kind of have no choice you gotta have exactly. no choice but to put the but to put the um you have no choice but to put uh put him on the main roster and i don't know man <laughs> Yeah, it sink or swim for him, man. I don't
2: think he'll be swimming, man. On that main roster.
1: No, I think I think he's just going to be in a crowd of people that are a lot better than him. However, that could be good for him because he's gonna he's gonna be getting better with the people that are leagues better than him. I will say that.
2: That is how you learn, man. So, I, I, Brown Baker, he's he's a fifty fifty. When he gets called up, he's either gonna really be elevated or really be exposed, man. Yes. And, I, and I hope he gets elevated, man. I hope he is. I want to like him.
1: Me too, man. Me too. I mean, he—I mean—he's got a good look. He's—he's he's got some cool. He's got some cool moves in his move set. It's just something about him, bro. I just, he just uh, in the vibe. It's just—it's not there, man. He doesn't no. have a good aura at all. No, yeah, he's kind of just like this fucking big jacked hyper dude, and that's—that's that's it. At least that's uh, how I think of him. But, um, that's how I think of him, at least. Yeah, but I I like I I like Hayes I like Hayes and I like D'Angelo a lot better than Braun Breaker to be honest. Um, okay. yeah, but Dragonoff and Tyler Bate those two uh, you can't even compare them to fucking NXT oh. the the uh, the the NXT 2.0 stigma. You no, know, um,
2: Tyler Bate won the inaugurally won the NXT fucking UK title at 19 years old. Dude's a fucking beast.
1: Yes, Tyler, bro. Tyler Bate is so fucking good, and I think he could get mega over if you you put Tyler Bate versus Walter for the Intercontinental Championship on a fucking pay per view in London, and tell me that shit won't get over. Come on, dude, or or, or even Dragonoff. Mm-hmm. You put Dragonoff and Walter in the ring live for a championship in front of a fucking hot crowd. There, you cannot tell me that won't get over. You cannot. Definitely. Um, Walter is so good after clash at the castle, he made people want to see Seamus finish out his story. He is that fucking good yeah. at, at telling that story, uh, in his matches. And on top of that, that was probably the best intercontinental title match I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. But I digress. Um, so anyway, talks to bring back Two former WWE superstars have gone quiet. Damn, this it was disappointing. It was previously reported that Paul Ellering was involved in talks to bring back AOP, the Authors of Pain. I love how Paul Ellering, their like on-screen that. manager, is managing them to come back to the company. I have this is another one I have a theory about. So I think this might be some bullshit. Yes. So this gave a lot of fans hope that Akam and Razor would make a return. Sean Scott uh Sean Scott reported an update behind Fightful's paywall. Oh, there's two Shans. Uh, behind Fightful's paywall to provide a bit of an update on uh provide, an, uh provide a bit of an update. Sadly, talks have been a bit quiet of that Talks have been a bit quiet on that front, so it might not be an immediate return if it does end up happening. Outside of the news, Paul Ellering is leading talks between AEW and AOP. Things have been quiet on that front. So, my thing is, my thing is, um. WWE, WWE, well, first first let me finish this article, bro. I don't know what I'm doing. WWE has brought back plenty of people that Vince McMahon released for one reason or another. Only time will tell how long it will be until Vince McMahon regains the ability to make those calls again, or if he does at all. It will be very interesting to see if he will reverse some of the Triple H decisions to bring them back. I want to mention to you guys another news story we heard a while ago, and that is WWE is keeping returns close to the chest. Mm -hmm. Also, the reason talks could have gone quiet is because, is because WWE still has mm, 36 or 36 and 37 days till the two nights of WrestleMania. Why would they be talking to AOP, you know, constantly? I mean, what they probably did was, and I don't know this for sure, but what they probably did, my guess is Triple H said, do you guys want to come back? AOP probably agreed verbally. I don't see why they wouldn't. Um, They probably agreed verbally. So Triple H said, okay, so we're not going to bring you back now. But you will be a part of the post-WrestleMania draft. I could easily see that being a possibility. So the fact that it's gone quiet might not have been a bad thing. It could just kind of be a waiting game. Kind of how it is for Eric Young at this point point. Kind of, and Cameron Grimes. It's kind of just waiting and picking your spots till everything kind of makes sense and eases itself into each other.
2: I think so, man. I think so. I think that's a definite explanation, man. I think in some way they are going to be coming back, but not not right now. Either around the draft or soon thereafter.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely, man. So, yeah, man. So that is the news on AOP. Seemingly, uh, seemingly, uh, their return going quiet, so they say. I don't know about that, though, man. I don't know. Um... But, well, however, Paul Ellering, back with the Authors of Pain, bro, I, like of I love the sound of that. I have no fucking idea why Vince McMahon would ever, ever contemplate taking Paul Ellering away from Aikam and Rezar. And, you know, everybody said at first, Well, oh, Paul doesn't want to travel. Paul came out himself and said, no, I love traveling, dude, they're just fucking lying, bro, we need to see Mm -hmm. it, bro, we need to see it, it would be tremendous, it would be fucking tremendous, man, so, speaking of somebody who could be on his way out of WWE, this is a bummer, if it's true, Pat McAfee, yes. Pat McAfee could depart the WWE. Pat McAfee has not been brought back to SmackDown. I have no idea why. I have no fucking idea why you would choose Wade Barrett over Pat McAfee. Wade is okay. Why don't you just move Wade Barrett to Monday Night Raw, replace Kevin Patrick. That way you have Wade and Corey... And then on Friday, you have everybody's favorite commentary team in wrestling at the moment, Michael Cole and Pat McAfee. It makes all the sense in the world, bro. McAfee made a shock return at the Royal Rumble to call the action with Michael Cole and Corey Graves, but this appearance appears to just have been a one-off. Interestingly, The popular figure has now cast further doubt on his WWE future, citing uncertainty over a potential takeover of the company. In a lengthy post on social media discussing his recent success and future plans, McAfee suggested that a return to WWE is very much up in the air. WWE, I'm pleading with you to not let this man go. This man has been nothing but a joy and nothing but revitalized Michael Cole's career and commentary in general. Commentary, until Pat McAfee and Michael Cole stepped on the scene, commentary had been absolute dog shit since the fucking days of Mauro Ranallo calling NXT. That's Mm -hmm. just how I see it, man.
2: Exactly, man. That was such a nice breath of fresh air into the into the world, man. And I hope they get it back again. Because if they just let it go, my God, they're idiots.
1: Definitely, definitely. He is. He revitalized commentary. He. You can watch SmackDown, and McAfee was comment uh, commentating that shit era of SmackDown. If there was one thing that actually made the show interesting it was pat mcafee bro it was pat Mm -hmm. fucking mcafee he made he made you actually interested in the show he actually made you have a little excitement for things that in all honesty were complete and utter shit but he made you excited for those things through his excitement and and that's that's a very that's a very uh that's a very cool thing to to have in in a commentator, man. So he did that and I hope they do not let I hope they do not let him go, man. I hope, man. I really hope not. But it is 100% correct of Pat McAfee to kind of be a little leery and kind of on the uh, on the question uh for WWE's future, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um can't blame him at all. No, he really can't. I can't believe it at all. Another guy that could be leaving the WWE. Maybe not in the sense Pat McAfee is, but taking a break, taking a break from WWE as this break is uh, well-deserved. I'm sure you guys are all going to know who this man is uh, by the time I say this next line, but it is well-deserved after a two-year plus yeah. championship reign. Roman Reigns is not advertised for any upcoming WWE Premium Live events after WrestleMania. WWE is returning to the O2 in London for July 1st for its Money in the Bank Premium Live event. Based on advertisements, Roman Reigns is currently not expected to work the show. Reigns is not being advertised for the show based on advertisements for the events uh, listed on WWE's website. Instead, advertising Kevin Owens, Drew McIntyre, Seth Rollins, Becky, Bianca, Charlotte, Cody, uh, and Cody Rhodes, the Tribal Chief is not listed on the poster for the show either. It is also responsible that Reigns is added... Uh, it is It is also possible that Reigns is added to the show later on. But um, but with tickets going on sale this week, if he was going to work the show, then WWE would want to advertise him to sell more tickets in advance. Um, This is well-deserved. This is well-deserved. I mean, sure, Roman Reigns was hardly there when he was champion. But to be 100% honest, in my honest opinion... In my honest opinion, it would be, it would, now, don't get me wrong, it would have been nice to have him at least show up and do something through the summer of 2022 when Vince McMahon gave him a fucking vacation for a month and a half, two months for no reason. So, it it was, it was nice, uh, it it was nice of, of Vince, but it made no fucking sense to do because, I mean, like I said, it was nice of the old man to do that for him, but that abs- And then Cody got hurt, which absolutely fucked WWE so hard. Roman Reigns had to come back from vacation, which ended up shortening his vacation to a month and a half. So he came back at the tailor end of it to face Matt Riddle. Yeah. It did not do any fucking favors, but I would like to see him be on Ooh. television a little more. He does not have to wrestle every week because in my honest opinion, if he was wrestling every week, he probably would have got hurt and there would have never been no two and a half year championship reign. Uh there's no way you can work main event quality matches for fucking two plus years and and, and not be absolutely torn to fucking shreds by this time of year. So, you know, I, I get that part and I respect that part, but man, you you couldn't even show up and do any promos and then the old man gives you a fucking vacation? Like bro, you
2: can at least do some like at home promos. Something, like, dude. Like, come on, bro, but in itself, man, he definitely should obviously get a vacation after a yes. time like that. So that makes sense, man. And I'm not surprised by that.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, he has uh he has earned he has earned the uh definitely earned the vacation, bro, two fucking years of a championship reign man. 2 years crazy is absolutely crazy man. But um yeah, so he's obviously getting a vacation man. Uh with that um right? Yes, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, when 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 FTR was there, that was when he was on his old deal too. So he was working house shows, but you know, for the yeah. ever since he signed that new deal, hardly on fucking television. Took a vacation in the middle of the summer. Um, while he was double champ for no reason. Um,
2: right after becoming double champ, he went on vacation. That's
1: insane for the fucking whole, uh, basically, damn near the entirety of the summer. I mean, yeah, when Roman. When FTR was there, Roman was working every single night and the house shows, but ever since he got that new deal, bro, which I mean he deserved, but you can't do that kind of shit when you're double champion at least show up and, or at least pre-tape a bunch of promos before you go on vacation. I mean, something dude, but you know, I mean, um, Mm -hmm. yes, but after this two year title reign, bro, he definitely deserves a vacation. I don't expect to see him back. Till fucking SummerSlam Survivor series, maybe maybe even Royal Rumble. Um yeah, I, I wouldn't expect him back for a really long time. And he deserves it.
2: For a minute. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Definitely, man. So <sighs> Speaking of WrestleMania, man, speaking of WrestleMania. Brock Lesnar versus Omos Man oh man boy oh boy do we got something to talk about bro so everybody wants to know everybody wants to know um everybody wants to know what is going on Right. Everybody wants to know, is Brock Lesnar actually fucking fighting Omos at WrestleMania? Nobody wants to believe it's true, including myself. And um, we got a little bit of insight, man. So. It was originally reported Dave Meltzer had this to say about it. Dave Meltzer had this to say, man, the Wrestling Observer Newsletter noted that Brock Lesnar versus Omos is the current plan for WrestleMania 39. It was also stated that this match was changed in the last week or two. Then we got another update today from Sean Sapp reporting (laughs) behind... (laughs) Behind <laughs> reporting behind Fightful's paywall that this match was not a Vince McMahon call.
2: That's even worse to ask. that's genuinely worse to hear.
1: Sean, you expect me to believe bro <laughs> I could believe it. I could fucking believe it, man. Ugh. Fightful is reporting that this match was not a Vince McMahon call. In fact, it has been refuted that Mr. McMahon has any hand in WrestleMania plans or WWE creative at all. Okay. Sean Sap. This is the same guy that reported that triple H told the talent that him and Vince do have talks about creative. Yeah. So he does have a say in it. Clearly. This is the most Vince McMahon match. You could have ever, 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 ever possibly imagine booking. Now, triple H has booked some weird stuff could I see Triple H waking up on the wrong side of the fucking bed one day and being like, "Uh, eh, let's go with Brock Lesnar versus Omos." There I refuse to believe this is a Triple H a 100% Triple H decision. This was backed by Vince McMahon or somebody of Vince McMahon's philosophy somehow. Whether it was Bruce Prichard, whether it was any of the fucking writers that are under his philosophy, there's no fucking way that this there's no way this doesn't have Vince McMahon fingerprints somewhere on it. that's that's my th- that's my opinion, man. but w- w- what do you think about this situation, man?
2: I mean I, I I genuinely could could see it as a triple H booking. I could. I mean, I think it's possible at this point we we've seen a lot of mixing of triple H storytelling, man. so you never know at this point. but dog. Uh, that sounds like a massive cover-up. And the way fucking Sean Sapp says it...
1: Sean Sapp? <laughs> it,
2: it's fucking Vince, dog. I mean, you, you they report that, you know, he does have a, a slight say in creative. <laughs> and Triple H, you know, does talk to him and whatnot. And then all of a sudden, just, no, Vince, Vince, Vince has nothing to do with Come on, bruh. Come on. I think this... Hey, fucking Vince McMahon, that, that man asked for one match at Mania. <laughs> he was like, I want one match. Just, okay, what do you want? Rock, okay? Versus Omas.
1: I would've hung up the fan. I...
2: <laughs> and look <laughs> what they have to do, man. So, hey, this is probably Vince McMahon doing. And let's just hope it doesn't devolve into more and more, because that's how that fucking guy works. Yeah, but um it's always a trickle down
1: effect with him it's a snowball effect rather yep
2: he gets one he just wants it all man so uh, it's not a good sign man it's really not a good sign at all because this shit sounds ass
3: this sounds
2: dick like i remember like a month or two ago around royal rumble time when we were talking about um you know, Vince McMahon's old plans for Cody. He wanted to do Cody and Cena. That's awesome. Why couldn't he do something like that if he gets Seriously. at least a single fan in Mania? I mean, we're obviously we're already doing Cody and Roman, so keep that. But, like, something of that quality. Dude has... Dude's brain is at least there enough to come up with something like that. So, you probably get one match in Mania you could do. And this is what you do... Brock and Omos. Come on, man. Come on.
1: Literally, as we were just on the Elimination Chamber review, saying if you wanted to do anything with Brock, it absolutely needed to be against a smaller guy. And what do they do? They give us the biggest fucking guy on the roster. I hope this is all some ridiculous swerve. On Monday Night Raw, just to freak the fans out, but dude, if this goes through, Brock Lesnar is going to have, yet again, a sleeper match at WrestleMania. Another fucking sleeper.
2: It's insane, bro. It's insane.
1: Utterly ridiculous. That is the most Vince McMahon match ever. Well, to Logan's point. I think uh, the most Vince McMahon match ever is Roman versus Brock. But this is fucking up there, man. Oh, my lord. Vince. That is horrendous. That is absolutely horrendous. But yes, that is... Everybody wants to know what's up with Brock and Omos. And that is what's up with... uh, Dude... Seriously, I mean, the last fucking Lesnar match that I was actually genuinely intrigued with was probably. <sighs> hmm, You know, in the beginning of his feud with Roman Reigns, the tribal chief, uh, their match mm-hmm. at Crown Jewel and then their match, you know, where where they were kind of. They, You know, they were kind of fighting to see where Paul Heyman's loyalty lied. That shit was really good. And then they just did it over and over Absolutely. and over and over and over. It was decent, you know, it was decent television. Then it just became fucking horrendous and, and just uh, completely abysmal. But, but the thing is, the last Brock Lesnar match, trying to think about it, that I was genuinely excited for, uh, I was ex- i was a little excited for Drew and-, and and Lesnar. Um, I would probably say that was the last match I was excited for. But the last one I was excited for that exceeded my expectations. Um, the Rey Mysterio match was a good one. Not really excited for it though. Honestly, the last one was probably. Survivor Series 2019 against Daniel Bryan. That was it. No, mm-hmm. 2018. True, true.
2: 2018. 2018, sorry. Yeah,
1: yeah. That was probably it. So, a good five years ago. Damn.
2: It, that's insane, bro. Goddamn. Fucking Ray Wyatt, for us, used to be the main event jobber because he was fucking main event talent that always these jobs. Now we have the main event sleeper. The main event talent that always fucking just produce boring ass matches
1: horrendous when he could
2: dude. produce such great matches if they wanted him to.
1: Seriously, seriously, bro, it's 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 really it's actually insane, dude. It's actually because he has all the
2: fucking talent and they don't use any of it.
1: <sighs> yep, put him in the ring with smaller guys for crying out loud, bro. So, all right, man. WWE, WWE, more news on WWE, man. WWE and TNT Sports. WWE and TNT Sports. Um. The. What the fuck? Where is this article? WWE this is uh, this is actually for the UK folks so bell this is uh th- this concerns you breaking as of 3 days ago the home of WWE in the UK BT Sport will be rebranded as TNT Sport this July due to the strong partnership between AEW and Warner Bros Discovery This could potentially mean AEW could move from ITV to TNT Sports after their deal expires. This would mean both AEW and WWE would be on the same network in the UK. That's crazy. It really is.
2: Yeah, networking like that's so weird. Because, like, they got a deal with, you know, per AEW, they got the deal with Warner and TNT but it doesn't apply to the UK because it's technically like a separate company. That's so weird. Mm -hmm.
1: It really is, bro. It really is. Um, but yeah, that is, uh, that is the news on WWE moving to TNT sports after they rebrand from, uh, BT sport, man. So very interesting, man. Very interesting. And then the 2023 hall of fame, 2023 Hall of Fame, WWE's Hall of Fame class of 2023, man. In an induction, or in an induction, uh, in an interview with Give Me Sport, Russell Votes noted that Vince McMahon won't be honored. He will not be honored in the Hall of Fame at this year's event. But he said that one name that would make the most sense would be Batista. Oh, yeah. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. I don't- Definitely, bro. Batista was originally set to be introduced into the 2020 class. Oh, yeah. Uh, Batista was originally set to be inducted into the 2020 class, but his induction was pushed back due to the 2020 event not taking place due to the COVID-19 pandemic. While Russell votes did not confirm whether or not Batista will be headline will be the headliner for this year's class, they did not. Uh, they did name two more people that were discussed for an introduction this year. First is the great Muda, who is set to retire from wrestling later this month. Russell votes. Russell votes noted that Muda will be inducted as a trade offer for WWE sending Shinsuke Nakamura to Noah. To wrestle Muda on January first. That's pretty fucking cool.
2: That's awesome. That's the cool shit that Triple H does that I like, man. Yes. That's the cool shit that I like.
1: Yep. Absolutely. You put our guy in your hall of fame, we'll give you Shinsuke Nakamura for a, for a couple shows or for a, a month or however long he was out there. Um mm-hmm. another name that Russell Votes said had been discussed. Uh, for an induction for this year's hall of fame is legendary ring announcer, Lillian Garcia. Yeah. Pretty, pretty Perfect. cool as well, man. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. A lot of people, a lot of people who grew up watching wrestling know that voice. Um, so she's a, she's a great voice. She's a great ring announcer. Uh, she needs to teach some of these fucking ring announcers we have now in WWE how to fucking ring announce. Um, she was great, man. She was great. Uh, Last year's class was headlined by WWE icon, The Undertaker, as well as the Steiner Brothers, Queen Charmel, Vader, and the Warrior Award recipient, Shad Gaspard. Hell yeah, man. Yes, I do think I would like to see Triple H do some cool trades with AEW, too. I would like to see that. I
2: would like that. I would love Jericho. I would. Is Sting already in that? He's already in that shit. Sting right? is, yeah, yeah.
1: Sting, yeah, he yeah. is
2: already in that shit. Uh, Christian. That... Christian would be awesome. The Get Hardy Boys
1: is the Hardy Boys in it? No. 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 So, they they no. offered Jeff a Hall of Fame spot, but he yeah. said he wanted to go in as the Hardy Boys first. Go. So.
2: Go. Um, Definitely, man. That's awesome, man. I would, I would love trades like that.
1: Definitely, definitely. And you know, they could fucking, you know, they could send AEW like Dana Brooke for a week or something like that, man. It'd be fucking great. Um,
2: People kind of looking at that offer, like,
1: man, what the fuck?
2: Cody <laughs> for a week again? It'd be fucking awkward. They just send Cody there for the deal. Just, hey guys, so <laughs> yeah, I'm
1: back. For whatever reason, I thought the Hardy Boys were in it, but I know why. It's because that one year they went on stage, I believe, for the Dudley Boys. I just got it mixed up in yeah. my head, though. I remember they, they went go. on. Them and Edge and Christian went on stage, and they, um,
2: Edge and Christian are in it, but um, Christian is a solo because Edge is a solo right, too.
1: Right? Yeah, definitely, definitely, bro. So, um, yeah, man. Very, uh, very, very good. Very good on WWE at doing, uh, the great Muda. Um, it's, I love a trade like that, bro. It's really beneficial for, for both people, but I would like to see him do some, some, some cool trades like that. But honestly, I feel like Tony Khan would let those guys go in anyway. I feel like he would let those guys go in because they're flying the AEW flag over there. So it's kind of, and you know, damn well those guys are going to fucking talk about their time in AEW. Exactly.
2: So, who get the fucking name out there? So, it's perfect, man. It's still perfect. Yeah.
1: yeah. Especially, yeah. yeah, I mean, if you put, but I will say, if you put John Moxley in the WWE Hall of Fame, he you needs to go Moxley. in as John Moxley. I mean, you could even do John Moxley slash Dean Ambrose, but yeah. something like that, dude, because... His time as John Moxley has just eclipsed anything. Anything.
2: Yeah. fucking Dean Ambrose. It Absolutely. Name. A- horrible, name.
1: Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, it's it's, it's really just... Uh, it's just a fucking... It fit him. I hate that time. It's so bad. It's I hate so that so... time in his career. Dean Ambrose. Dean um but yes, it will be real cool seeing the shield up there. Oh, awesome. man. So I think that'll be a great thing. Especially if all those guys never interact again in their career, it'll be a cool it'll be a cool wholesome homecoming, man.
2: Definitely, man. Definitely.
1: So yeah, that is the news so far on who we got for the WWE Hall of Fame, man, and now as we wind down into our last three stories, um wwe is running two premium live events in may 2023 including wwe king and queen of the ring so yeah man well, what a trade bro chris jericho you know gets his hall of fame induction you just send over dana brooke man it'll be it'll be awesome she can work a so dynamite lovely. yeah there you go perfect um <laughs> knowing WWE that actually would be the trade that they give oh, them, to it's
2: they would offer thank you <laughs>
3: Am I out? I never know.
1: okay apologize for that minor minor hiccup but um anyway what i was saying according to brandon thurston of wrestlenomics in a patreon exclusive video wwe is poised to run two events in may 2023 on saturday may 6th wwe will present wwe backlash The Backlash name dates back to 1999. However, in the recent years, WWE renamed the event to WWE WrestleMania Backlash. According to this report, the WrestleMania branding is being dropped from the Mania's follow-up event. On May 27th, WWE will reportedly present WWE King and Queen of the Ring. WWE King of the Ring has not been a pay-per-view since 2002. However, WWE King of the Ring, uh, the WWE King of the Ring tournament uh, has been sporadically used since 2002 as a part of special events. This, um... Well... According, I've been hearing, I've been hearing that they're going to do two separate events, but according to this report, it's going to be a king and queen of the ring event, so it's going to be both tournaments, and mm. I don't really know how I feel about that, man. I really don't. Um, yeah, I feel like the, to be 100% honest, bro, with the way women's wrestling is in WWE right now, there's really only a handful of people I genuinely care about, and this is just going to... That's probably, That tournament's probably going to blow.
2: That is. And the two people I would want to win, I think, are going to be the champions post-mania anyway, Asuka and Rhea Ripley. So, you know, who, who's maybe Candice? But, like, they ain't going to look her like that. It's it's probably going to be, like, Charlotte or Becky or someone. Although they're good, at, per, per WWE, it's going to be someone basic that they always go with.
1: Definitely, um, yeah, I, man, I, I don't know, man, um, yeah, it it will probably be, that, that's what I was thinking too, if they did want to do them all in one night, they'll probably at least get rid of the first round of all of them, which kind of does mm-hmm. suck, I would have liked if they just did a king of the ring and did all the men's tournaments and uh just did all of it in one night. And then you could've done a separate one for the women, but I don't really know how interesting that is to be a hundred percent honest, but I don't know, man. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I hope it's one night, man. I don't I don't know. It's uh it, it don't sound that great to me.
1: Yeah, man, it, it doesn't. Uh, the 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 concept with the both of them doesn't. I'm not really a fan of that. I would have I just liked the whole men's tournament in one night from the first round all the way up to the finals. Um, I thought that would have been fucking fantastic, man. But uh, nonetheless, I like that we're bringing back a concept, and I really am excited to see how Triple H uses it. I think he'll use mm-hmm. it. At least, way better than Vince McMahon ever did, man. I
2: hope so. My, the biggest hope for me is don't make it their fucking gimmick afterwards. Yes. Yep. Please don't make it their fucking gimmick.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely, bro. Um, and with uh our final two stories winding down here, bro, WWE is reportedly worried. That Sami Zayn's popularity could hurt Cody Rhodes' momentum for WrestleMania thirty nine. Wow. What'd you fucking think was gonna happen? I mean honestly.
2: If it would have done both, no one would bet an eye. But the fact that you're choosing one, the fan that, that's what's making the fan choose one or the other is because WWE is choosing one or the other. Yep. Come on. They're doing yep. it to themselves, bro. I care less about Cody than I do about Sammy situational. I would really love both if they were both getting the match.
1: Simple. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Man, WWE cut Cody Rhodes promo uh cut Cody cut short. WWE cut short Cody Rhodes promo. To avert the Sami Zayn chance, Cody Rhodes made his way to the ring on Monday Night Raw in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. Uh, shortly after, he was interrupted by Paul Heyman. According to the Wrestling Observer newsletter, um, Dave Meltzer, uh, WWE let Heyman early into the segment to tune down the Sami chance. From the crowd, which if you noticed in the beginning of Cody's promo, there was a slight Sammy chant. There was. Um, they were turning that shit down. And that's m- just
2: a self-laugh at all the people who are saying, oh, look at the crowd reaction. They still love Cody. Yeah, they love Cody, but they might want Sammy a little bit more, man. I think they're silencing that, and I think that's obvious.
1: Yeah. Meltzer noted... How it was a concern leading up to WrestleMania 39, Meltzer also pointed out that the surging cheers for Sami Zayn could hurt Rhodes' momentum for WrestleMania 39. He says, and I quote, they didn't kill the story by having him lose when Cody was out there. The stuff with Cody and Heyman, they were concerned about Sami Zayn chance, which is one of the reasons why they got Heyman out there in seconds, Meltzer stated. Will w, uh, Meltzer then talked about if WWE will make the Mania main event a triple threat. Uh, while speaking, he stated that WWE is going ahead with the original plans for WrestleMania 39. That is Rhodes versus Reigns. Meltzer also claimed that Sammy's name hasn't been in hasn't been thrown in just yet. He said, "I know what the plan is. As of it's not Sammy." Uh, being, uh, being, it's not Sammy being thrown in. Uh, they, uh, could WWE do it? They could always change. Look, I was told they weren't going to do anything with the Sammy thing. It could always change. Uh, end quote. Although it is unlikely Meltzer stated that the possibility for the promotion to change things up and add Zayn to the equation is unlikely at the moment.
2: Mm Yeah, man. It's fishing, man. They should have just went with both. But fucking... There would have been no argument anywhere if they would have went with fucking both.
1: Sam... The last thing I heard was Sami Zayn was selling merch like hotcakes.
2: Yeah, exactly. And Cody is like... You know, the good merch... Not saying Sam doesn't, but he has like Cody merch. It's Cody merch. People are gonna buy it, of course. (laughs) It's like even even when Prime Roman was ass, his merch was always selling. Not saying Cody's ass, but (laughs) in WWE merch just sells. WWE, like like
1: absolutely WWE WWE, um. Man, WWE should have absolutely anticipated this happening. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what you thought was going to happen. I really don't. I really don't know what they thought was going to happen. Other than Sami Zayn getting mega over. I don't know how they didn't see that happening. Or I don't know how they thought they were going to... This, this Amen. in the end, I, I'm telling you guys this shit right now. It's gonna be a great moment for Cody Rhodes, but in the end, I'm telling you guys right now, we are going to look back, and and, and not not harp on Cody's title victory, but we're gonna I yeah. guarantee you in a in a couple years, bro, uh, or however long it takes for for us to properly look back, man, uh, with 2020 vision, we're gonna look back and and say, damn, he should have went with a hot hand, because although I can sit here and say. This is a tremendous story that you can have bleed into next year. And you can keep on this bloodline story. Sami Zayn failed. That is going to carry with him. Uh, Kevin Owens and him are probably going to eventually break up. Cody Rhodes, if he wants to, which he needs to, at some point, he's going to have to fucking face the reality of the situation. Cody Rhodes is going to have to turn heel. What better way to have Cody Rhodes turn heel than to be absolutely pissed off and disgusted that the fans chose Sammy over him when he needed the fans the most. Sammy in and Cody Rhodes now for WrestleMania 40. Now, that begs the question. It's not really good to book things a year in advance because anything can fucking change. Anybody. Anything can change. Anybody can, can rise through the ranks. I mean, you don't know.
2: Exactly, man. Exactly. So, it's, it's, it's a fucked up situation, man, and they could have avoided it so easily.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And now they're in a situation that is very, very bad for for them. And, mm-hmm. uh, oh, my God, we're actually getting new elites revealed. Look at that, Logan. We were just talking about that last night.
2: Wow. That's crazy, man. And another thing you said was true, dude, in a year... In a year and a half, two years, I'm going to see tweets from the same people that want Cody over Sammy right now. They're going to tweet, man, in the, in the build-up to Mania 39, they should have went with Sammy. Dude, that's all we're going to see in a year and a half, two I, years.
1: I, I, really, I really believe that. I really believe oh, people yeah. are going to look back oh, and yeah. say, people are going to look back and say, man, they should why didn't they have go with them? Sammy? When that when the hand when the iron was hot, I don't know, man. I don't know.
2: If around that time Cody contract is coming up and he could be going back to AEW, they'll be saying that shit. They'll be singing that shit like crazy.
1: I think this is gonna be a huge lesson learned for Triple H as to when when you f- genuinely feel something, you need to go with it. You need to go with it. Shit.
2: When the fans feel something, you need to go with it. It's just how it is. Unless it was fucking Dan then I don't understand not doing it. But when it's someone like Sammy, bro, do it.
1: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um... When 2023 started, it was Roman, Cody, then Sammy. Oh, you guys! Oh, you guys are still talking about the merch. Oh, yeah. I mean, the merch. I mean, the merch is one. The merch is one thing. I mean, you can't really base your decision off who sells the most merch or not. That's yeah. You gotta because
2: AEW, Dan Howell's and sells some of the most merch. Exactly. And go with the most idiot. Um. Uh.
1: I don't know, man. I don't know. I think we're gonna. I think. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't know. You haven't. Uh, I. I know you haven't seen Cody at peak bad, but man, if he gets to that point where he's trying to play good guy too hard, those guys, those fucking fans are gonna oh, turn on man. him, just like we fucking said. It's going to happen. It is going oh, to happen. Guaranteed.
2: It's the cycle of Cody Rhodes. It's guaranteed gonna happen, man. And it's gonna be. You. I think it's gonna be worse than it was in AEW, man. At least from the fans' reaction. I don't know, I'm man. Going to eat that man alive.
1: I don't know. You gotta you gotta you gotta go with what's hot, bro. I don't know. I've been saying it ever since I've been saying it ever since uh the news episode before the Royal Rumble. Um you know, if we're feeling Sammy Should've went with Sammy, bro. And I think uh and I think WWE is gonna have a harsh, harsh reality. But like I said, I would you know, I would even be down with booking Cody Rhodes and Sami Zayn. Um I would be down I would be down with looking at uh Cody Rhodes versus Sami Zayn, but then that's doing the same thing that a lot of us did, and it wasn't the right decision. I mean Granted, a lot of us wanted to see Cody because, uh, granted, a lot of us, a lot of us wanted to see Cody because Vince. um, We knew Vince wasn't going to build anybody up like this. Triple H H is. Who's to say Johnny Gargano isn't fucking hot by next year? Who's to say Walter is? You never fucking know. You really never know. I mean, yeah, I understand WWE looks at merch more than anything, but I mean, we can't fucking completely base our decision off that. I mean, if Cody sold shit merch, um,
2: I'd still like Cody. Yeah, you know what I mean, I mean, for the fans, it doesn't matter, and that's what it matters here in this situation. What the
1: fans think, definitely, definitely, because this is a WWE has turned this into a this or that, this guy or that guy situation. So it's it's it's. It's tough. They got themselves into a, into a really tough spot, but yeah, I mean WWE WWE looks at merch, but you know, I mean that I I I always hated. I genuinely always fucking hated stuff like that, bro. Uh, when WWE, WWE looks at merch more than what is more logical, um, because Cody. Cody Rhodes, bro. Cody Rhodes could have did anything else at this WrestleMania. I mean, if you did wanna, f- if you wanna pick and choose, he could have. He could have, bro. But, um, they should have just went with both of them, bro. They should have just went with both of them. Um, easiest way out, right there, both of them. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean it really 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 was an easy easy way out just to go with both of them cuz it's not like the guy has fucking two titles or anything. Uh Exactly. But yeah, I mean I mean in all reality though, I could I could genuinely give a fucking half uh, about about anybody selling their merch. I mean, it's it's about the story and if Triple H is as to the story as he leads us to believe, I don't know how you go with Cody Rhodes uh instead of Sami Zayn. Um that's just me though. And that's how it is. Um, exactly, bro. Exactly. All right, man. As for our final story, Vince McMahon. Man, I only just love hearing about Vince McMahon. <sighs> all right, man. So, Sean Sap of. A fightful select noted on his new update that WWE talent reached out and said Vince is involved uh WWE talent reached out and said Vince is involved with the creative team once again this came from someone on the roster and it wasn't confirmed This week a WWE talent reached out and told me I uh they believe Vince McMahon was back in creative. I couldn't get I couldn't get it confirmed at all. End quote. You know who that one guy was? That one guy was Brock Lesnar. Brock oh, Lesnar was on the fucking phone with Triple H and he's like, Alright, Trips, who do I got for mania? And Trips was like, Alright, don't hang up. But it's Omos. Brock instant. <laughs> He B, 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 B texted Vince. He's like, dude, are you fu- is he fucking with me? Bro, I know you made this shit. So, um, it uh, it thought that there is uh, they thought that there is another power struggle happening regarding uh, with Vin- regarding Vince helping creative Sean Sapp later tweeted out to clarify this rumor that he heard back from sources within WWE and he had this to say sources within WWE told sources within WWE told sources within WWE told uh we're told that would be in the position to know that uh, to tell feifel select that those fears are unfounded we couldn't get any confirmations on those talents' fears, as noted in the original post. Triple H has been uh, has been open that Vince has input and is been adamant to talent that Triple H has a final say. Didn't he just say earlier in the Brock Lesnar and Omos story that Vince McMahon didn't have any fucking say in creative? Exactly. I mean, what the fuck, man? This dude don't know what
2: the hell going on apparently.
1: Golly. Um these rumors will likely keep going, but there is no internal indication that anyone that anyone but Triple H is calling the creative shots. And with that, WWE staff have been walking on eggshells as Vince McMahon prepares for the sale. PW Insider Elite reports that the environment in WWE in recent weeks has reverted to feeling like a walking on eggshells exactly similar to how uh, how things were when Vince McMahon was previously in charge of operations. McMahon's return to WWE and the speculation of the WWE sale have been the catalyst for an uneasy feeling as of late. The report further suggests that most of his chatter has come from WWE employees working Either backstage or in corporate offices in Stamford, Connecticut, although the present morale is still better than how things used to be previously in the Vince McMahon regime, the energy in recent weeks has been waning. Employees are in fear of losing their jobs. At, uh, is losing their jobs uh, once a sale occurs, according to backstage belief. Some of the recent WWE front office departments. Uh, were actually, uh, departures were actually related to feeling uncertainty and the departing names a target on their back due to the tenure and prospect for bigger paychecks. WWE morale is low. It seems like it's mainly in the corporate offices because these people don't know if they're going to have a fucking job by the next three months. But even that some of the it looks like some of the talent believe that Vince is back. And even though Sap, Sean Sap, is reporting that Vince isn't in creative, I'm sure that doesn't, uh, I'm sure that, uh, I'm sure that doesn't um, go against, I'm sure that do- doesn't go against what they're feeling. Um,
2: exactly, man.
1: I don't know, man. I don't know. I also think that's another thing. Going back to this fucking Sami Zayn thing, I also think that's another thing that is possibly the reason as to why Sami Zayn is not happening. A little bit of Vince McMahon input. A little bit of Vince McMahon fingerprints. You know he doesn't see Sami Zayn as a fucking WrestleMania main eventer.
2: No, it, it, to be honest, it was probably Vince that, that gave the this or them you either choose him or you choose that man. He probably said he probably told Triple H that he highly recommends he chose chooses Cody.
1: Definitely. Definitely. Um Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. But uh yeah, this is no good and you know, we said this from the very beginning. You know, I'm not I'm not gonna sit here, you know, every week and, 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 and harp on WWE because, you know, Vince McMahon is possibly coming back. I'll enjoy it while we have triple H because I know once we inevitably get this guy back, it's going to be fucking hell again, probably to the point where, uh, we've talked about not covering WWE or at least little WWE at that. But, um, so, so I mean, you, you know, where we stand on it, but man, um, this is this most likely is inevitable unless we really do get somebody to buy the company that will boot him out um so yeah i mean that's uh
2: that's man. it is bro it's only some time at this point
1: definitely definitely man um yeah but that is uh that is pretty much it bro that is pretty much it uh, Jimmy Uso promo, supposed to end SmackDown. That should be good. Is it Jimmy or Jay? <laughs> regardless, mm, regardless, it should be interesting, man. Um,
2: Definitely, definitely.
1: Yeah, those back-reading comments. Cody is the only way to go. Logan, are you trolling, man?
2: You gotta be man. Ain't no way.
1: There's no way. There's no way, bro. There's no way. Yeah. No way. No fucking way, man. No way. Um. Yeah. The Sam- Sammy Sammy Zane story was just more intriguing, man. Regardless on the merch, regardless on the merch or the any financial advisory fans like to play but man yeah nah cody wasn't it bro i mean yeah could have been both yes he could have been both but wwe fucking put themselves in his own ditch but anyway that is gonna do it bro we holy shit damn okay talk about going off on a tangent um Yeah, we had a lot of, we had a lot of decent, we had a lot of fucking decent stories that me and you had to talk a lot about today, so I guess that explains why we're two hours and 50 minutes deep, but with that, man, SmackDown starts in 10 minutes, so I hope you guys do enjoy the show, hope you guys do enjoy the show, and as always, we love, I love coming on here, debating, uh, having this, having this Cody, um... Exactly, bro. And your, in your opinion, yeah. you know, we love coming out here and debating with you guys. You guys know it's all love, bro. Um, but we're probably gonna have this fucking debate till the end of time. To be a hundred percent honest with you guys, man, and that's okay. That's okay, man. At the end of the day, we all love professional wrestling. Um, um, so. Talking about Jimmy or Sammy? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh yes, definitely. Yeah. Really, really, really random. Really random. He's probably gonna mm-hmm. call Jay out and make him choose a side or something. But regardless, regardless, man, you guys know it's all love. You guys know it's all love. And we're probably gonna have this fucking debate till the end of time. And it's it's okay, man. Um at the end of the day, we all love professional wrestling, so. Uh, that's just what it is, bro. Yeah, but I Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> fucking I just wanted to see honorary Ooth. That's all I want to see, bro. I wanted to see the honorary Ooth <laughs> versus Roman Reigns. But we're getting Thank Cody Rhodes instead. <laughs> and it is what it is, bro. But yeah, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, man, um, at the end of the day, it's all yeah, love. Dude. I know we love you guys, bro. Mm-hmm. So, with that, that is going to do it for this edition of the Notorious Sales Podcast. This has been episode 150. Thank you guys so much for a successful 150 episodes of the Notorious Sales Podcast, man. And with that, that is going to do it for this edition, episode 150, man. Thank you guys so much. We love you guys. Logan, Bell, Durante, Muhammad, everybody in the chat. Thank you guys so much. Thank you for everybody on the replay uh, for a very successful 150th episode, man. So with that, man, it is always, always a pleasure for my Johnny Mayhem. And And that is going to do it for this edition of the Notorious Heels Podcast, man. Please like, comment, and subscribe. This has been episode 150. Thank you guys so much. Please like, comment, and subscribe. Do not forget, news is on Wednesday next week, and we will see you guys on Monday with Notorious Unscripted. Peace.
0: Off like a quinky villain, playing the villain Prepared for the rap killing Vicky smalls is the illest. The style is played out like on the one that put you.